Actually, usually do three, two, one, but you know, you're never here. Look, it's it's always up. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Potosaurus. I'm your host, Timber Taft, alongside Kyoryu Hunter. Hi, Ken. Hello, and this has never happened before with me present, Fangirl. Hey, Timber, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Wait, really? I, I don't have a record. We've literally never both been on the same Potosaurus cast before. No, we have. We haven't. Actually, oh, yeah, we did. No. We did once. There was one. Did Did we? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Because I, like... I learned that you had never... Uh, I remember it distinctly because we... Uh, you you confessed that you should not speak about Zelda lore because you've never played Skyward Sword or A Link to the Past. That's right. That was like season one, I think. Yeah. That oh, was way wow. back. Oh, way back. Yeah. Okay. You've got a better memory than me. But that's that's good. I could... I don't know. Everything blurs together into like, is this... is Did this happen in a stream? Was this the podcast? Was this in a Discord chat? What, what medium it's, was this? When are you what? ever in a Discord chat, Timber? Uh... I'm in one right now. No, you're not. You're in a voice call. <laughs> okay, true. You, you know, you did catch me. I'm usually not much of a text guy. I'm Tim's always annoying. like, join the Timberaf. It's my Discord server. Yeah, I don't really yeah. talk no, about it at all. I'm that, I'm that annoying it. guy who's like, hey, I see that you have a Discord channel. Let's talk. And then I call you on the Discord. And then we have a conversation. Um, you're such an old man. Yeah. You get like, it's such just... old man like mentality for like, you know technology and stuff you're like oh you know oh, I'm totally, you I can mean, catch me on the youtubes talking about the undertale and uh and my, my review of the surge i'm never going to finish that review by the way listen i just like i have I, I i try to like bridge gaps and have appreciation for both ends of the spectrum like i appreciate the convenience that like the technology brings me but i also like the uh kind of the the tangibility of things like having an actual conversation with people like I am with you now. I appreciate that you're here and that we can have this this heart-to-heart, Kyo. But not with me. And Ken and Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm here. I mean, We're sick about you when you're talking about your goddamn surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Who was there for you? Who was there? Who was there? <laughs> <laughs> what what fangirl i was going to ask you why you chose to give timber a uh roaring 20s accent there but because timber's <laughs> like he's totally a dude that would like dress up like in a, f- a fedora and like a pinstripe suit and walk around town and be like i'm looking pretty snazzy today aren't i <laughs> i have video like there's like videos of him in a suit singing like swing music on his youtube channel i haven't seen the swing music one that was not on my channel. Correction, that was on my friend's channel. That was Sorry, a. Um, it exists still. It, it does exist. Yeah, that if was. If you a, go to Timber's channel, you can artist. find the uh, Gary Oak rap, which is. You can. I did wear a suit in that too, though. You're not wrong. Which is still the. But best. that wasn't really. So, I was wearing a suit while singing and then rapping. So if you want that, 
Timber, uh, you, you peaked at Gary Oak. That is just like the highest quality art anyone can ever achieve. I'm not. I'm not even going to argue that point. You are correct. <laughs> I peaked at Gary Oak. Anytime people ask who you are, that's the first video I send them. I'm like, listen to this. This is Timber. Like, does he do other stuff? I'm like, I don't care if he does. Listen to Gary Oak. So what have we been playing? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I haven't been here in, like, many, many weeks. So how have you all been? What what has been happening? Is the world okay in the world of of Kyoken and Fangirl? Kyoken and Fangirl? Is that, like, one one word? Uh, it is now. You know, it's it just rolls off the tongue. Kyoken and Fangirl. I don't even have to, like, put a pause between. It's really nice. Um, things have been, I guess, fine here. It's just still adjusting to everything being really weird and not normal. Like, I, I'm realizing I've been home for almost a year, and I thought by now, like, I don't know. My plans for, like, how things have gone, like, I didn't expect to still be kind of doing what I'm doing Twitch-wise. I thought either... I don't even know how to describe it. It's not that I either thought it would be, like... Like, if I look back and, like, compare it, I'm doing far like you know there's been a lot of success since last year but i figured at this point i either would have gotten and like you know moved down to like being part-time more again and had like a normal job and a car and stuff at the same time and like i've just been stuck inside the whole time with no car still so it's been really weird just to like look around and like so much is the same as when i came back but everything's really different too culturally and i still haven't fully adapted to the united states yet because i'm always inside do you think it's like? Or do you think it has been better for your sanity that this happened now while you're in the states, or would you have rather been in like still in Japan during the pandemic? Um, I had a I had, I'd be getting paid to do nothing in Japan during the pandemic, so kind of wish it happened while I was there. <laughs> like, not gonna lie, I, I had an, a stable income there, so like, if you know, if I had like you know, stay at home or just sit in the office and do nothing all day. For months like yeah i'm sure i would have like the same mental health you know concerns i've had but i'd be like just pulling a salary for doing absolutely nothing which is which is somehow even less than what i was already doing which was already nothing and getting paid for it so kind of wish i did it the fifth year after all hmm. would have been nice but i know that you were like you were chomping at the bit to come back though well when I it got remember. to that point when i was like knew i was leaving because like i decided in november i was leaving and then all my friends were gone by april so it was just those last True. few months it's just like no one there's not there's no reason to be here i was like one of those like there was literally no reason to be here right now because i'm not doing anything at work i none of my friends are here anymore and i'm just waiting to leave basically so that's why i was like so ready to leave i'm just like i just just let me leave now i'm done I'm done. I've mentally been checked out since February. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, you, Ken? Oh, you know. Just, uh... <laughs> I thought you were going to end it there like I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just uh, patiently waiting to see if I get a phone call or not. And uh, How have things... So, is it dreading. like... Is it like better or worse on the... the on the Hawaii than uh, the mainland? Oh, no, it's uh, worse because all oh, y'all people keep trying to come here and <laughs> because it, the airfare is so dirt cheap. Oh. So a lot of people are trying to go, well, I'll never get to go to Hawaii with this kind of rate. So let's go now. 
and then right. they've been infecting a lot of people. They've been doing a lot of two week quarantines, but people are stupid and not listening to that. And mm. yeah, apparently yeah, I bet th- a lot of people looked at the stats because I know that like at least the raw like people who are living there that it was actually doing pretty well. But it sounds like you're getting kind of a lot of imported cases. Yeah. So apparently there was a cult that came here on vacation. <laughs> Excuse me. Back up a cult. Yeah, there was a cult of like 24 people that broke quarantine and tr- tried to go somewhere. And that's how they found out it was a cult. <laughs> Good job being being incognito that way. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So it's just really funny that it was just like, oh, yeah, we found people on the big island, 24 people breaking vi- uh, quarantine law, just to find out that they're all in a cult. It's just like, oh, cool. I guess. Good. I'm glad to know that this was all a coordinated and non-accidental thing. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, oh, okay. But yeah, my my particular job, I'm, I I don't know if I'll have a job (laughs) in, 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 in about a month or so. Right. And I think there's a lot of people that have gone through that stuff. There was a, um, there's like a really cool craft brew store that that used to be really close by to where i lived and they're closing down in big bold letters forever because of of like just what happened and the fact that it was like peak times for them to apparently sell beer is like that's a that's a march to august thing i guess people just don't drink after the summer's over were they a place where you could sit in and drink no, it was definitely one of those buy six pack and leave kind of things. But yeah, well, I guess with people not being able to come in, you know, pick their ones out and stuff like that, and not being able to, um, because I don't know if beer is listed under essential products. Should it be. was, but people still didn't go because scared. Well, yeah, because right? like they're going to limit too. Like if they made most of their money from in-house sales, most people are just going to pick up beer at the grocery store and not go anywhere else. Like when we go, like even like still now for me, like if I want something. My girlfriend's like, can it wait until we go to the grocery store on Sunday? Because my mom just want to go to the gas station. Well, she doesn't want to, you know, always, like, double expose for the same thing. Like, well, if you can wait two days, we can just get it at the grocery store. So, like, a lot of people aren't going to go to multiple places for the one thing they want. So, if you relied on people coming to you for that and you don't ship out, then you're just going to not, you're going to suffer from it. Yeah, I think that's, it's fair enough, it's just sad. <laughs> to see something that was kind of uh-huh. like a staple for i think 90 years just closed down but um yeah we, we had a bunch of family restaurants that were like here since like when before we were even a state mm-hmm. that are closing down and they like mm-hmm. even i know those restaurants and i'm like oh it's kind of kind of sad i remember good old drunken days trying to stumble into those restaurants <laughs> I know. I think I think my favorite part is it's always something like, dude, that was my favorite drunk pizza place. I'm wondering Man. that made me wonder Uh-oh. like um how many of the little places in my town like I lived in Japan, like how many of them are still open? Because like it, there's only like four or five restaurants in the town. I took Ken to the same one two or three times. Hey, but it was really good. I liked it. Oh yeah, we just get drunk and order fried food. But it's like that was like one of the few places in town and you, you if you don't know anything about Japanese like buildings are like seating they're close together the like the rules like you know whatever it is like two meter rule whatever it is like in in not freedom units i don't think it would be possible in asia hmm. sure 
how have you been fangirl before this ends up like <laughs> completely going a different direction <laughs> no it's okay i've been fine uh i my job is steady so i'm i'm i am grateful for that although um i had set a goal for myself th- this year of getting something published and this whole thing has kind of react wrecked my creativity like yeah drive. i mean that's that's been with a uh, a lot of folks even even for me just like making like seeing like oh i finally have motivation to like do youtube video and then i'll I'll sit down and try to work on like you know everything's pointless anyway who needs to like, yeah i don't know it just like you get you get this ennui it just because you're just constantly exposed to big scale things like you're you're stuck in a box and you're looking at the news and you're hearing about grand like political and climate and economic power shifts that are so epic in proportion that you just feel small and there's not a whole lot that you can like there's there's stuff you can do but it just any any personal thing that you that you value just feels undermined by that knowledge well not only that i feel like so and i know i'm not alone in this so if 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 anybody that knows me is listening to this i'm sure there's some people that i can identify being an empath in this environment like just sucks because I, I I generally try to be really positive um, about everything and I try to really be supportive to people and it's just kind of my personal nature to worry about other people. So when the world is constantly in a state of worry, I just absorb it. Like I have no boundaries with that. I just absorb it like a sponge. And so I've really had to like limit, like I can't watch the news. I got off most social media um if i if i still am on like the social like the only one i'm really active on anymore is is twitter and that's because i literally have my like the feed i have i have it so narrowed down that i only hear about things peripherally and i decide whether i want to look at them or not and that's really a privileged thing to do it's actually like a really terrible privileged thing to do because i'm missing out on a lot but at the same time I have to like balance like how far I'm going to go because at some point it just all becomes too much. And I'm, and like you said, it's like, Oh, well, everything is just why try. So that's right. kind of it was like, everything's just on fire. Yep. Cool. Like, yeah, I, uh, I think I'm kind of in the same boat and I've, I've been in, I've been, I think I've been in this boat for, for years now where I've tried really, really hard to just, you know, I, I try not to ingest, news or drama or negativity from the outside world unless it's something so impactful that i kind of go oh okay this made it even past the iron curtain of my own twitter feed so it must be a big deal right yeah you have to Um, you have to keep some kind of a boundary up in order to keep yourself sane but at the same time you need to engage somehow and i also think it's really detrimental because kind of when i do that i stop like socializing and that's not good either so but other than that i've been i've been fine I've been healthy and safe and consistently putting my foot in my mouth when I've been on the podcast, so that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Did someone call you out on something? No, uh, well, I just, like, re-listening to them, I get called out by you guys, or I think think you said something to me on, oh, when I said the Vice City. (laughs) When I said that, Tofu, Tofu, like, Tofu called me out on Twitter. He he didn't even hesitate. He just called me right out on Twitter with it. I was like, oh, well, that's fun, so... (laughs) <laughs> uh y'all with the vice cities and the yeah i mean 
I think I think things have been okay for me. So I've been away from this from the podcast and even from streaming and stuff for a bit because I had to go through a um, a surgery that I've I've only really talked about it to people on my Discord or people who watch my streams because it's not really pertinent um, outside of those circles. Uh, at this point, I'm feeling fine enough to be back here, and I'm really happy to. I was really ecstatic because the biggest worry I had was that I would not be able to speak or that this would somehow affect how I sounded or what I could do. Could I sing? Mm -hmm. Could I be on camera? Like, I really thought that it would completely dampen my ability to do any of the things that I liked doing. Mm -hmm. And that really pulled me down. But it had had almost zero effect. Uh, I can clearly see that it's still kind of swollen on camera, but like... My audience didn't care. A lot of them were super, super supportive, and I appreciate them for that. So I, I felt bad. I was like, when I point out your beard, I hope it didn't come across as bad. I'm like, I have not seen your beard this shaggy before. No, no. And I, it was totally fine. Like you're, you're pointing out something that I already know as a fact. It's like your beard is long. I'm like, yes. I just like I've is. never seen you like not like <laughs> kempt before. So I'm just like, damn, who let this wild man in here? <laughs> I know. I can't get a haircut. I can't get my beard cut. I'm just sitting here like, I'm going to probably be Rasputin by the end of the year, and uh, that'll just be my thing, I guess. Even down to the things that didn't kill me. Yeah, I. I it's actually been kind of entertaining for me to watch people, like, uh, their hair grow really long and all of this stuff, <laughs> because it's just, it's just been rather entertaining for me, and uh, I actually was able to get my hair cut, but only because the stylist I go to has, um, she's recovering from cancer so she's like ridiculously exclusive with who she sees and so i actually felt really safe going to her because i was like okay well i know you haven't been like walking around the world and everything and she was willing to see me so that's the only reason i was able to get my hair cut otherwise it would be like down at the middle of my back right now it's ridiculous the only reason that mine is even remotely acceptable is because i got my hair cut like the week before they started announcing shutdowns and stuff like i started catching a whiff of of like, oh, there's like some kind of pandemic going on. I was like, oh, that sounds scary. Goes, gets a haircut. And then like a couple days later, they go, yep, it's actually a really big pandemic. And it's in your country right now. Close the doors. I was like, oh, cool. Coming to a town near you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. And it's coming back because <laughs> people Naturally. are stupid. Because people Naturally. are stupid. Yeah. I mean, I've heard so many. I mean, it's just like, Yeah. There's just there's just a lot of conflicting. This is another reason why I shuttered the news is because it's like, okay, there's like 50 resources out there and half of them are going to say one thing and half of them are the other. And some of them are politically driven. Some of them are trying to be true. Some of them are trying to be true, but are false because they are just dumb. Like trying to trying to actually sort through that and be like, okay, this is without a doubt factually the truth about what's happening right now. Um, you end up with a list of like two facts and the rest are all just theories. So I'm trying my best to just keep on the same path, doing the things that make the most sense to me uh, and just trying to stay safe. Like I think everybody in here is trying to do to the best of their ability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What have you, have you been playing uh, anything while you've been during my, yeah. So during my recovery, the first week was inundated with, the only thing that anybody was playing during that time which was like animal crossing so that was that was some real comfort food during a time when i was like ext- like extremely upset i couldn't sleep 
laying down. So it was sitting upright. I, um, trying to, to like coax my body into saying, yes, I am in neither pain. Also, I, I, I'm not in pain. And also I am finally so dead tired that I can fall asleep sitting up. Uh, so during those times where I was just waiting to fall asleep, I would be on Animal Crossing just doing uh, doing things, playing the stock market game, Dogs. trying to pull on the ideal villagers, which I still can't let go of Pashmina. I still can't let go of um, Coach, even though he's technically one of the ugly villagers. But I did finally get rid of I did finally get rid of that little uh, that little blue bear. Was it Poncho? Yeah, can't I think Poncho was his the name. Bears. I can't stand the bears. I refuse. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a cute one in there somewhere, but the blue one who is like really, really athletic, like I was really happy because I was like, OK, Poncho in boxes. And I had the Animal Crossing hashtag and somebody came along and was like, please DM me please so they they hopped in they picked up poncho and then they dm me later with the biggest things just being like dude poncho is my favorite animal crossing character i'm like i'm glad he found a home that would love him because <laughs> i know mine didn't yeah oh man other than that i think i've um i've also played a pretty good chunk of the witcher 3 I, i'm down to the last final actual story mission in that game so i can finally say yes i've finally beaten it before i go and do all the dlc that i still haven't touched so that's another hundred hours probably there yeah (laughs) what did you think of the series the witcher series so it's kind of a uh it's a mixed bag i i so i've been playing the first witcher on stream a lot and as many people know i have pretty much complained about it every stream from about halfway through uh, so the moment I made it into the city, I was like, okay, this is where the game gets good. I went through the whole outskirts being like, this is pretty cool. I can't wait to see the game when it's at its best. Then I get into the city and there's these really tedious quest lines that involved de- a lot of detective work, which is fun on paper. And e- it would even be fun in execution if it was more well explained. But there were so many uh, just loose ends with the way that the quest system displayed that information to you and how you progress through it that it ended up being very very difficult to follow and to make progress and i spent many many hours walking around the town talking to every single npc trying to find the missing needle that would get me towards more progress mm-hmm. which maybe if i wasn't that's one of those cases where maybe if i wasn't streaming it i wouldn't feel the pressure to make progress and i would enjoy the process more i think there is a lot of that especially with older games when you're a streamer that there's this this sense of just a driving force even if no one's even if no one really cares you just get the impression like people are going to stop watching if i don't show them something new happening soon right reasons i won't stream xenoblade when i get it <laughs> it will take you forever i mean i just beat the game without doing a lot of the stuff because you have to grind the level 99 to beat a lot of those monsters and there are some 109 level monsters that i have just seen which i don't know if that means a level cap has changed but I was at 82 hours today finishing, and I still have a lot left to do. Yeah, and like when I thought about streaming it, I uh, I said like, well, I'll probably just do the side quests offline and do the main part of the story. It, it's most of the game is side quests. Like yeah, like most of like all the lore building, uh, like all the lore world building, like getting to know like the towns and stuff like that is all doing like. It's a lot of fetch quests and kill quests, but people are like, hey, you know, I really want, like, some are like, I really like this girl, will you go talk to her type of things? So you're like, okay. And depending on which party member you have out, they'll comment on it. Mm-hmm. And, like, some have unique things. And, like, that's how, like, you build up your characters by caring about the world. 
It's kind and of that's, interesting the way it works. Yeah, I, I was very afraid because I've never played it before. I was very afraid the same thing that happened with The Witcher would happen with it, where somebody came in and was like, you're playing it wrong. Or, like, made a comment about something. And so I was like, you know what, I think I'm just going to get this and I'm just going to keep it to myself because I don't want to risk that dampening my enjoyment of it, so... Did you did you end up making more progress in that game? The Witcher. Once it was kind of yeah. Nope, completely spoiled my enjoyment of it. <laughs> I oh, actually no. I actually went back and, and like um, started replaying it after I watched the series, but I uh, I just haven't. Oh, had, that's had time. what you. I'm yeah. so dumb. You meant the show, right? Yeah, no, oh, the wow. show, okay. the show. But don't oh, worry yeah, about it. Oh yeah, the show is great. No, the show is great. Yeah. I loved it. So, but yeah, no, that kind of that kind of killed it for me so i was just kind of like well we'll just we'll just keep this to myself i uh and that's that's again with the same thing with the you start worrying about being entertaining to people and then if you feel like you're not that kind of feeds into it and you know the logical side of my brain just is kind of like to hell with it just play and enjoy it but i don't i don't want anything to kind of dampen my enjoyment of xenoblade because so many people have told me like you're gonna like the lore you're gonna like the it's game so and good. so it's yeah. so good like i'm so, on my, like this is my second playthrough of it and like usually when i rebuy a game or like a port i don't finish it or like even like i have so many copies of final fantasy 12 i don't know if i'm ever gonna get through it i'm gonna blame timber for that one Mostly, it's cause, not, oh, because not not for the it, story. It's for the fucking carrot quest, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's hey, it's your fault. Listen, you, listen, you. Okay, most of the time I try to do the side quests off camera, but I left the hunts in, and eventually we did get carrot. It okay? took like it was like three months. I'm like, okay, we're gonna go after carrot today. I'm like, no, we're not. Will you stop lying? And then the day he went after carrot, <laughs> I wasn't there. He just, I think, might have accidentally like you know attacked and dethroned God that day. And I was <laughs> <laughs> and you missed it. You you freaking missed the carrot moment. You're like we beat carrot last. I'm like motherfucker. Like, what the hell? I've been waiting for months for you to do that because I was I was watching when I was at work doing nothing. That's you know that should be the perfect inspiration for you to finish Final Fantasy XII so you I can could, finally see carrot. You know how many times carrot. I started that game over and I'm like I love Don't the idea of this that. game no, because Don't it's on different start systems. Over. Yeah, but then I go oh. back. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing two years ago in this game? That's massive. But that's what the four times game speed. Yeah, but the was four for. times game speed doesn't like help you remember where you were. Dear well, four times just... game speed button, tell me what I was doing two years ago. Well, that's what I'm for, obviously. I, I don't know. Give me your save file, and I'll tell you what part of the game you're Do at. Do you have a PS4? No. No. I will maybe have a PS5, which, by the way, has a design that I have found is amusingly Seto Kaiba shaped, according to the that, internet. That was a great meme, and I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I was like, it looks like a router. It looks dumb. I'm like, yeah, it looks fine. It looks better than the Xbox One X, which looks like a refrigerator. Yeah, I do got, think we, that people we got have the a, mini fridge and the the, futuristic the router. router. Mm-hmm. It's not even futuristic. It looks like a router from a few years ago. A slightly dated router. Um. I hope that it will come in a color other than white. Yeah, like I'd like I, to have a black system. To be honest, I like to have my systems to be like matte black because then they like blend in. Like I like how I like to see consoles and how they look, but if they're not going to give me options other than white and black, I would like to have the black system. Yeah, please give me the banana yellow. I need an, I need another one of those. The DK Country one. 
Oh, that was a good that that was a good moment in gaming history when they presented us with the uh, banana yellow Donkey Kong. Oh my God, no, this wait, is wait. the worst. No, Donkey Kong was green, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, I thought the oh, no, I'm, I thought no, the, I'm starting to. I, I'm trying to remember. It might have been just a banana yellow controller. The controller was banana yellow. The system, I think, yes. was green. Yeah, it was like trans, like a translucent green. Wasn't the it? yellow system was the Hey You Pikachu one, and apparently the um, banana controllers had like, I can't tell if this is a mod for it or what, but they have like banana tips at the bottom, as if it was a real banana. What game was? I mean, DK sixty four. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> it's a terrible. I don't understand. I do not understand. No, I do not understand the immense. Intolerable hatred for Donkey Kong 64. It's not I the game. It's, it's not the game. It's the banana aesthetic that I'm kind of like, no, about. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were like, Donkey Kong 64 is utter, complete, no. devastating garbage. No, it is bana- bananas, bananas are It is, though. It is garbage. It's a terrible See? game. The, no, no. The, the RAM See, cartridge in there st- is to I, get that to run. the best it. song. That's the only thing that's redeeming for it. That RAM no, cartridge. No, that is, is not it. even true. There were first of all, there were several good songs. That was a Grant Kirkhope soundtrack. Second of all, the first time you go through each level is like a stupendous romp, equivalent to something like Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, like any of those good platformers. The problem and most people. The problem. Oh, geez, it sounds like Banjo Kazooie because it was the same people. <laughs> It is the it was the same people, yeah. And Banjo Kazooie was definitely a better game. I'm not going to argue against Banjo Kazooie being superior to Donkey Kong 64. I'm going to get in big trouble with a huge, angry mob of internet people. But uh, the problem most people have with Donkey Kong 64 was that after you started getting the new DK characters, you then started having to backtrack through levels to get all these bananas to get all the. Didn't you have to replay the, the, the game goodies. four times? Like, Basically, yeah, yeah. And Which and that was definitely a frustrating bullshit. design. But I'll say I had a great time with that game, playing through it as Donkey Kong, and even playing through it as some of the other characters, but not 100%. That is not a game to 100% unless you really hate yourself. Mm. So besides Donkey and Diddy, tell me the other Kong. Lanky. Donkey, Diddy, Lanky, Tiny. Uh, you didn't play as him, but Cranky. Um, funky. funky, chunky, yeah, chunky Fun- was the one I forgot. Well, there's funky, not chunky, but also chunky. <laughs> <laughs> well, that chunky Kong is the big boy, and then there's there's um, oh, what the hell was the girl Trixie? like the, the the sexy girl monkey? Trixie Kong? Is it Trixie? Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is too many Kongs. <laughs> All, most King. of which I think. <laughs> there's King. You're you're leaving out King. <laughs> Yeah, you're leaving out oh, yes. the, the most famous one. How many of those were intro- introduced in... I'm pretty sure it was, like, Chunky and Lanky were, like, purely from Banjo-Kazooie... From, from Banjo-Kazooie. Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> <laughs> totally different games, I swear. Um, you sure Lanky. now? <laughs> they definitely lifted certain things, like the Talon Trot that you do as Ban- like as uh, Kazooie. You didn't even know what game you were talking about It was just straight up anymore. Lanky's Walk. We're talking about Donkey... You keep switching the character names. You're like, you know, in, the, in Banjo... I mean, D- Donkey Kong... <laughs> no, Donkey Kong's in, not uh, bad, even though I, I keep thinking of fond memories of Banjo-Kazooie instead of Donkey Kong memories. In, in, in Donkey Kong 3E, uh, we had... I, 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 how, how do we end up here? 
<laughs> oh, right. Um, the PS5 had a very interesting design that reminded me of bananas. And um, You know what's funny? None of these rants are my fault this time. None yeah, I was going to say, technically we got on this rant because we were talking about what we've been playing and we've been all U-Timber. <laughs> I don't mind that. Well, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I haven't been here in a while. I got to get out of my system. Yeah. Um, and so you only talked about Animal Crossing and then The Witcher. And yeah, and then Va- and then Fangirl asked me about the series, and so I somehow complained about The Witcher one again, even though that's not what she was asking. That's great, awesome. To be fair, um, I wasn't precisely clear, but <laughs> I forgot. I, see, me. I had forgotten there were other Witcher games. Like I had, I was out. I had kind of regular. I had, I had kind of thought like, like, oh, these are too terrible. No one has played them. Like, because that is what I've heard. I've heard that the first two yeah, games are absolutely horrible. I, I heard the first two games were absolutely horrible as well. So that's when, when my friend was telling me, oh, yeah, you got to play Witcher 3. I was like, what you talking about? Witcher 2 sold horrible, in my right, opinion. Right, yeah. <laughs> so the selling was never good. The Witcher 2 was considered a good one, but it was a linear experience compared to 1. So people who were already fans of the series were like, this is like some kind of weird Game of Thrones thing. And everybody else didn't like The Witcher 1 for the very many things that I mentioned about it, which is it's, it's, it's very terrible. obtuse to actually go through. It's not a bad game. The well, story it's, it's is bad. awesome. It, the game the is story bad, is though. awesome. The gameplay is, is rough to get through, yes. I like how you had to like look up where the one guy glitched to that you were looking for for like five streams. That was, that was pretty great. Um, he sometimes just dies randomly and you don't know. <laughs> Whoops. I liked how um, I managed to completely kind of kind of a side tangent. But speaking of breaking things, I did do my um, Toilet Princess randomizer uh, over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. How'd you I saw get a little that? bit of that? How'd you get how that? I... And where can I find it? It's on the internet. I I'll send a link to you, and I'll try and share. I don't know the best way of sharing it because I don't know it off the top of my head, but there is like a website that some that somebody had dedicated to it. It was hard, man. I bet. I knew this existed. I knew this existed from like a random Twitter post. And then to to find the info on it, I had to like go to a GitHub and then go to a link through the GitHub that led me to a to like the actual installer. But there were no instructions, so I had to go onto their Discord so that I could find the instructions that led to their wiki that actually told me how to set everything up. Um, wow. Okay. But so it's a little bit involved, but once you actually get it set up, it's pretty easy to work with. The funnest moment for me was probably that just how badly you can break the game by skipping certain segments. So I I decided, okay, I don't want to do the escort. I don't want to do like most of the early village stuff Mm -hmm. because it's just very dull to get through. Mm -hmm. And it still took like two hours, even skipping stuff. Then, but I also wanted to, like, skip all the Twilight bits so I didn't have to do, like, Twilight bug collection, because who actually enjoys that? Right. So I got through two Twilight Zones without too much trouble. But the third one, I I went and approached the wall to the lake, right? And it's just, like, this solid sheet of black. Like, the game's confused about how to render this to me, and I'm walking up to it on Epona. So I was like, oh, neat. Uh, time to get off Epona and try to enter the Twilight Realm. Epona doesn't listen to me and just walks straight through the wall of black and i suddenly get dropped onto the bridge that's on fire and link 
starts trying to crumple his body down into the shape of a wolf, but, you know, it doesn't really know what to do with his, like, entire human frame, so it just starts crushing him into the bridge, while Epona's just standing there while everything is on fire. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? I try having Link jump off the side of the wall, which results in him not, like teleporting to the next area that he was supposed to be in but instead it like game overs me and then sends me back to an area that i did not enter from like it was just completely jank i have no idea what i did but hey you know this is why i like playing things when they're in alpha because you never know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. i think the randomizer is pretty fun it's honestly a better way of playing Twilight Princess because even if you don't want to randomize where your drops are, which uh, in my case in my first playthrough, I doubted whether or not the randomizer was working because it randomized my slingshot to be the slingshot. So I started just suddenly thinking, hmm, it, it's probably not working. Hmm. But uh, even even if you don't want to randomize stuff, it's still just probably the best way of playing Twilight Princess be- because you have so many options for like skipping all of the BS that's in that game. Like, right down to, oh, you know, sure, it's a very touching moment, but maybe you don't want to do Midna's Lament for the hundredth time. You can skip it if you want. You can skip the sewers. You can skip, like, entire segments of kind of optional interactions with characters that are sort of like weird minigame things mm-hmm. that kind of detracted from the whole experience. So I think it's, it's pretty so good. So you're saying they got rid of all the bad stuff in Twilight Princess, which is most of the game. There is a shocking amount of it that gets cut out, yes, but if you do, then it salvages like it salvages Twilight Princess and turns it into um, something that's kind of comparable to the others. Like I was really enjoying mm-hmm. myself with it just because I didn't have to wade through quite so much crap. Oh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna lean back and enjoy my vindication real quick. I I'm not a defender of Twilight Princess. Like I recognize oh, that it is definitely one of the weakest Zeldas. But it's so boring. It's such a boring game, and it's ugly. I don't think it's ugly. Oh, no, the, Some of the, the kids, the so kids are ugly. ugly. The whole, the, <laughs> no offense to the kid, kids, the but they're ugly. ugly. It's like the worst art style I've ever seen in a Nintendo game, and they have some. You mean the bad demon ones. baby timber? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the one good-looking like, one. Malo, <laughs> Malo is terrifying. <laughs> like most children, or babies in general, are terrifying, and then that one's even worse. It is very hard to art a child. Like, it's especially a young child. I mean, like it was, they don't, it was pretty terrible when... to look at that for a while. Yeah, like Malo is terrifying. Like art, they would actually draw babies as just, like, small adults, so, like, their faces were all hectic. I've seen those, and it's so <laughs> upsetting. Like, it's, it's so, so upsetting. <laughs> like, they didn't know how to draw faces. And, like, I've talked, I've talked, I have artist friends, and I talk to them, and they're like, yeah, drawing children is horrible. So... It's I will like, just, how do you make yeah. how, how do you make it not look like a dwarf, right? Like, how do you make it have a child face and not just some old man on a child's body? But uh, anyway, and some and sometimes they don't and sometimes they don't succeed at it. But uh, I did th- so I did th- I did think that it was a pretty fun time. Obviously, Twilight Princess was one of the weaker Zeldas in in my opinion. <laughs> but and uh, the only thing I'm going to suggest, like if they if they ever want to like improve oh, wow. the randomizer, maybe. Make the vine climbing faster. That would be like the number one thing I want them to do with that game to make it ten times better. Just delete the game. Um, Just delete the game. 
Remove it. Let me deal with the RE4 remake. People are like, just remake it so it's a completely different game entirely. Make it the Space World game so that the Twilight Princess game never happened. <laughs> Make it the pre-release that was never intended to be a full product. I also rediscovered Nightmare Ned during my uh, Windows 98 emulator playthrough, which was the one good game out of the like dozen or so that I tried uh, on stream from my childhood. Just be like, okay, is this still good even though I played it when I was eight? Ninety percent of the time, the answer is no, definitely not. Hell no, get that out of my system. But Nightmare Ned stood the test of time by being a very janky and weird Disney action game based on a TV show that had one season of runtime on Nickelodeon before getting... Was it Nick? No, Cartoon Network? Boy, I don't... No, Ki- Derp. Kyo, this, it was Disney. Ki- this game sounds like it was made for you. It is slightly Kyo. a horror game. I mean, it's, obs- With... it's, it's obscure. It's old. It's, it's obscure. <laughs> it's old. It's technically a horror game, and it has plenty of musical interludes that are sometimes very catchy. And if you want, we can speed run against each other in it because there is no one who has a record on it, and I really want to uh, put my stamp on it. And which game was this again? Nightmare Ned. Okay, so you'll have to run the game route it and then become the moderator and create a board for it and then show that there's interest in it i have to like, show there's you oh actually man. don't have to show okay. that there's interest in it because there's, there's like a, a dino crisis in... three board and there's only one runner on it <laughs> Ooh. yeah because you gotta right. run the board too supposedly usually oh, wow. the person that like submits to it if you're the only runner you're the one in charge you might have someone else come on and verify your run some people just verify their own runs if there's no one else then you try to build a community from that. Or you just get your free world record and you move on with your life. True. Yeah. Nevertheless, there's a song in it where it's a bunch of mice singing to you about how they just want to see your stupid, ugly, scrawny child body melt under the pressure of, like, lightning and acid acid bathtubs like it's a nightmare right so they're just like hey we can be super super weird and creepy with everything so i don't know it's just it's it's got this almost invader zim like quality to it of just being dark and comedic at the same time but mostly dark also there's an entire level that takes place in a dentist office and i still have ptsd from it PTSD because because of the dentist office or because of something that happens like do you have PTSD because oh it's just oh no it's just a disgusting level like uh-huh. I don't actually have a fear of dentists or, or needles or any of that but I totally understand why Ned does because his dreams are messed up they're just it's just horrible uh, but yeah so I guess that was kind of a rundown of everything that I've played for like a month um, how about you guys. <laughs> It's nice. The timber hour seemed very, very fun. <laughs> I cannot believe. I'm so sorry. Let's. He's let's, been deprived. Uh, He's been. I was about to ask Ken if he wanted to go off and make her own podcast for the day, and we'll come back and see if Timber's done talking. <laughs> what? I was ordering a pizza and waiting to see if that comes faster. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Xenoblade. Unfortunately for my Animal Crossing town, it is dead to me now until they release more content for that game, which I have realized is missing a lot of stuff to do, and I need more to do. I don't care about weddings. 
I'm going to tell you right now. The last thing I want to do is a 31-year-old man who has been ignoring his his mother, asking him constantly when he's getting engaged, married, and having kids. The last thing I want to do is play content that involves weddings in my town, which is where I have dinosaurs. The wedding event was super cute at first, and I will admit, as the gender that I am and the person that I am, I got ridiculously overexcited when I realized that I could buy a wedding dress. I mean... I was super excited about that, but now it's just like, I've realized that you can't, like, order the furniture from the shop, so now I'm just literally going in and just filling the room full of crap. Like, I literally just pick one item and I just fill the room with it, and she says the same thing. She gives me the same amount of of whatchamacallits, and and then I can buy the furniture just in case I would need it, or alternatively... Later on, if somebody is like looking to trade something, I might be able to get something that I don't have because I happen mm. to have a bench or something. So that's they could have done so much more with it, or it could not have lasted as long. There is a bug like, off happening. I, I think it's only up for a month because they had nothing else going. Like it's just around for a month because there's nothing else to put out right now. Well, the bug off is happening this Saturday. I do know that, and the only reason I didn't know that is because we are completely reterraforming one part of our island. So. Because like I mentioned before for the game, I don't think they expected people to be going this hard in this game this quickly. Mm-hmm. But with everyone being at home, like everyone burned out on the content that was there, which probably should have taken, you know, the three months it usually takes me to burn out an Animal Crossing, it happened quicker. Mm-hmm. Because there's less to do. And then they, like, some of the events were terrible. Like, Bunny Day. Mm-hmm. I had a burp. I've been drinking cider and it's just like... <laughs> hey, I enjoyed Bunny Day for what it was. No, you but... and Cap'n are cursed people. Um, <laughs> my, my, I missed it. house with the Bunny Day stuff and you missed nothing. Well, I missed, missed it because nothing. I started playing a month late, but my, my girl child was playing Animal Crossing since day one when she, we got it launched. And she, and she was... I remember her like vividly raging about how much she hated that <laughs> stupid bunny and like i found the ost on youtube and i happened to click on zipper is his name zipper yes i happened yes, to click on his theme and she was like turn that off right now and i was like oh my god okay we clearly have some animosity for this rabbit yeah because of stuff like that like i just I'm not really like I have nothing to do left in Animal Crossing. My town's pretty much set up the way I wanted. I have like a couple areas I'd like to f- develop at some point, but I'm leaving them until like what if they give us a coffee shop? I have a place to put the coffee shop next then. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So I've just been playing the hell out of Xenoblade. I played it for like 82 hours, like I said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's one of those games that you you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, especially Fangirl, where like you're just living in that world till the game's over. Like, nothing else matters. You're just living in that world until you finish the game. God, maybe I don't want to do that right now because I'm actively no, it, trying to write my novel. <laughs> well, it's just like one of those for me. Like, I get so absorbed in it. I'm like, I am not doing anything until I finish this. Like, because, like, even knowing the story, I'm just, like, waiting for, like... It, it's it's one of the few RPGs, I think, that are very good. Like, I like a lot of JRPGs, but this is, like, one of the few that I think is, like, amazing. And especially being like a main series Nintendo series now, it wasn't when it came out. It was pretty much overlooked. Mm-hmm. Like I have the Operation Rainfall box of like when these games were just like, you know, fans trying to get the games to be released in English. And we just kind of got the pity. Here's the British version that we, you know, already localized. You can have this. They didn't change any of the spelling or anything. It wasn't anything like artistic the way it is. It's just they only localized it for Europe. But that like helps the game so much that like regional UK accents for everyone in the game just... 
helps it so much more. It's like playing for, like Final Fantasy twelve, but good. Ah, like, uh, that story. That story makes it a lot better for me because when I first played it, I thought it was the weirdest thing that they were just like all randomly British. What What is better than a gigantic robot? That has a Cockney accent that's talking about eating you and getting you in his belly. It's it's so good. <laughs> if you played Smash uh, I, in like the Gower Plains, that robot will show up and he like yells at you, Monado boy, in like this thick Cockney accent. I love it so much. I don't know. I do I do want to give it a shot because it holds the Xeno name. Uh, I did try a long time ago. Was not impressed with the opening segment of it because it felt very generic JRPG to me at the time. I but maybe think you'd enjoy it more I need now. to give it a bit more. Because, like, I liked it when it came out on the Wii. I played it a little bit. I'm like, eh, I'm not feeling it. And then, like, I played it on the 3DS. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling this more. And I'm playing this one on the Switch, and I'm really feeling it. And I, like, I played through the whole thing, like, within, like, I didn't put it down for, like, three weeks. Like, I think it really does help. The new art style, I think, will help a lot of people get into it. There's so many quality of life um, adjustments. Like, being able to track the quest that you're currently on. Oh, wow. New new and exciting feature. Well, in 2010, when it came out, um, it didn't have track like quest tracking, and there are I like know, that 500 me. quests in the game. You don't that have to do them all. in The Witcher as well. Yeah, I mean, that's not too far off from when that released, and for some reason, it just never occurred to people, dude, wouldn't it be cool if they could, like, know where to go? I mean, I guess I can give it, like, a pass for being, you know... More of like the infancy of like open world, especially in the Jap- like Japanese gaming sphere of like making open world games with a lot of quests, like in 2010 on the Wii. So like I can give them a pass on that if it did like the 3DS version. Like I don't know why they didn't add it to that one, especially with that like screen being so small and like everything being like the lowest quality JPEG quality you've ever seen. Really would have helped. It's like, is that like, is that a blue sphere that is like, you know, part of the background or is that a collectible? I don't know. They're the same color. They look the same on the screen. But yeah, now I'm going to, I'm going to finish the, um, the epilogue chapter, which is new on the Switch. And then I bought Xenoblade 2 in English because I didn't own that yet. And I'm just going to like marathon those until I'm done and tired of RPGs. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it this weekend or the next weekend. You will love it. it. You will yeah. love it. And there's a couple of characters I think you will love for sure. It has, it's one of the few JRPGs with a mascot character who isn't terrible. Ricky is actually a good character. Like he's a little annoying, but he actually is good instead of just being around to be obnoxious. Hmm. He's also like you, Fangirl. He has like uh, he has like 15 kids. He does. <laughs> I also need Xeno Gears. If anyone has a copy of Xeno Gears and they don't want it, I do. I don't own it. That was the one game I was supposed to get for my friend, and his parents tossed it about a year ago for no reason. No. Why do people throw away games? They might have sold it or something at like a garage sale, but like he didn't know they took that one. That's the only one. I have Chrono Cross though, which is fine, but I already beat that game. Ken, what have you been True, playing? Because Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, because of life events, I totally forgot about the Bionicle MMO that we talked about, like, <laughs> ages ago. <laughs> no one liked the Bionicle chat except for us, and that was still one of my favorite things we talked about. Seriously? Oh, man. Like, <sighs> at least based on, like, reaction to the to that podcast, that was the worst one we had People done. hated the Bionicle. Oh, wow. They hate it. I'm like, but it was such, it was such a fun conversation. 
Uh, Ken, what have you been playing? I don't want to go on like Timber for, you know, 15 hours about just playing The Witcher 3. So I did finally finish beating Horizon Zero Dawn. Give it a solid 8. I need and... to get back to that. Yeah, it was really good. There there were some annoying things near the tail end, but it was because difficulty just ramped. But it is what it is. I I liked it. I liked the world, and I can't wait for the sequel. Mm-hmm. So whenever that comes out. I've had and a... besides that... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, besides Horizon, I've been playing a lot of the 51 games collection me and my mother play that a lot oh the um, clubhouse games clubhouse games she likes playing chinese checkers or how she calls it just checkers wonder why that is (laughs) and then uh besides that i just bought the star wars racing pod racing game that just came out today as of recording oh wait what I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, it just came out today, like this morning. (laughs) Is it like a better version? Is it definitely comparable to or better than the classic that we all I haven't played it yet. I just bought it. But apparently for the Switch, it has motion control. So I can act like I'm like, now this is pod racing. I actually, uh, last weekend during recovery, I bought and played through pod, which was the... um, Planet of Death is what the the pod stands for. It is also a racing game set in the far future or past, whatever, where the whole premise is that you're trying to race off-world to the only, like, launch center that lets you leave the planet before an awful virus that they dug out from underneath the planet's surface consumes everything. And these people were just racing to kill time, but now they, like need to need to escape from the planet they they suddenly decided they wanted to live i guess so they're just going to kill each other to try and get off the planet it's a wild sci-fi premise for something that did not need that convoluted of a story and i absolutely loved it for that even though the game is uh ugliest sin i think the textures look like puke 90 percent of the time but uh anyway pod racing <laughs> I saw that I saw that come out and I was like this is like on a list of games I expected to exist this was just not like anywhere on my radar for it yeah I know that was a very nice surprise to wake up to I was like oh I guess I'm buying this right now and I'm just <laughs> downloading it I know, that's just yeah. wild to yeah I mean to think episode one of Star Wars Ugh. a series that at this point is on like what nine nine if you don't count nine if you don't count the uh like off this is well not not even just the clone wars but like solo and then rogue one which was a fantastic movie rogue one was was. my favorite one yeah rogue one was that was that was like shockingly good for something post disney acquisition i liked rogue one better than some of the star wars movies so in the Disney era of things, I would think it Rogue One was probably one of the best things out there. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that I, I wish that Solo had lived up to that. Uh, even though I knew it was impossible because it was anytime they touch the main cast, it's a dumpster fire. If they just go off and work with some characters that didn't get any love in the actual movies that have come before, or that didn't exist, they can do some. 
Yeah, they can do some real magic with it. Mm -hmm. That's what Rogue One was. It was like, hey, here's this plot with these characters you don't know who don't really have, like, they're tangentially similar, but not really trying to ape the exact formula of the old characters. So it kind of feels fresh, but it's still in the same universe. Like, that's what I want to see them do more of. It's essentially fan fiction. Yep. Pretty much. Fan fiction with a lot of budget. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so... After Horizon and and Clubhouse Games and Star Wars, I've been also been playing Pokemon because of the new expansion. I returned back to it. It took me a while to be like get my bearings again because it's I I haven't played Pokemon since it's released, so I'm just like oh okay. Uh, I did buy the expansion, so I'm looking forward to kind of chunking my way through that. And after that, I did start. The Last of Us 2, I don't have it per se. A friend of mine has it, and I've been kind of just... I'll, I'll play it like how I played the original Last of Us, by going to his house and playing it. But is it how I many people game. have their memories of The Last of Us like that? Because I pretty much... I had a friend with a PS3. He had The Last of Us. I went over, and I think in the span of two nights, we just like consumed that game. I did that the first time I played it, yeah. We just burned through it. And I also distinctly remember that somehow I was the person who got through that frickin' liquor room or what, what not liquor, whatever those clickers. things are called. <laughs> Clicker. Clicker. Clickers. The clickers. The clickers, of course. No difference. No 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 affiliation with liquors whatsoever. Yeah, I can't believe I got through that room and I have no idea what I did. Yeah, so I'm kind of trudging through that. I got to a certain part and then I'm just like, Yeah, I don't want to play this right now. I was uh you don't very want some distressed. Porn? Hmm? Say that again. The Last of Us Two has been described to me as depression porn. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, very depressing at times. A lot of people equated it to the the Last Jedi, and as soon as I heard that, my friend who hates the Last Jedi was just like, "Oh shit, I don't want to play this game no more." Yeah, but I'm just the like, same, they have the same Metacritic and user critic scores. Yeah, so I'm just laughing because then I'm like, you don't see Ryan Johnson anywhere near this, and it's just like, oh, it's Neil Druckmann's um, at, um, what's his his synonym name or whatever? His synonym name? Pseudo name? Pseudo name? What's his cinnamon roll again? <laughs> yeah, cinnamon roll, <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> so yeah, there's uh, that. But besides that. Not too much. I've been actually doing a lot of reading. I, I got to the second book of The Witcher, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm going at whenever people donate points pace, so I'm only like halfway through the first book, but I'm working on it. I've been meeting those you, Did you do the introduction or the actual first book? Uh, The actual first book, The Last Wish. Oh, Wish. The Last Wish. Oh, okay. No, that's um, that's the introduction. The one with the short stories, yes? It's, yeah, so it's weird because the order of what they were released in is not the order that they're meant to be read in, but I, I got the box set, so I'm just going in the order of the box, yeah, which so... had the short story collection set at the front. So it's like Chronicles yeah, so of Narnia. It's... Yeah, but yeah, it was only bit. it was only for that first book. The, the rest of the book seems to be on a... Uh, the second one, so I know that there are two that are compilations like that. Yeah, uh, uh, Blood of Elves is a straightforward book, which is the the second or the first book. What how they say it is the first book. So I just finished Blood that's, of Elves the other day. Oh yes, that's right. So it was the Last Wish. There's Blood of Elves, uh, Time of Contempt, Baptism of Fire. 
and then there's Lady of the Lake, and Lady of the Lake is another short story compilation set as a prequel to the first book, and it's supposed to set up the events of the games, which then are actually canon with the books somehow. Yeah. So it's for the weird. first game it was supposedly, like they they change some things from like me not playing the games and just reading the book and watching the series. They change some things from the from the from the series overall. But I I, I was like eh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it very. Yeah, much I, I I thought it was absolutely workable. I think the problem is like anybody who complained about the series very evidently had only consumed The Witcher three. And so they were just sitting there with bated breath being like, ah, oh, why is Siri so weird? And, oh, man, where's the wild hunt? It's like, dude, that's like, those are concepts that don't matter in the books for ages. I mean, ages before those actually start coming into play. And the show kind of, it definitely, like, tried to mix things up so that you got some of the main plot while still touching on these short story things, but they're more or less trying to do it chronologically. I'm hoping that they'll continue to do that and kind of touch on some more of the short story things just because they're entertaining, and I kind of liked the way that uh, everything was yeah. kind of stitched together. Apparently it's going to be on a similar timeline, just, like, the same timeline. They aren't, They aren't going to do the back-and-forth kind of thing like they did with Season 1. <laughs> That confused a lot of people. About yeah. Too. yeah, yeah. I, it, I guess it, it, like, the penultimate episode was pretty much when it clicked. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, but then you can go back and watch through it again. Like it's, I don't know. It's kind of a popcorn show. It's fun, to, even just rewatching. It's, it's not too bad. It was relatively rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I rewatched parts of the 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 series after I finished that certain part of the book for the introduction. Anyway. I'll certain, I'll full, certain episodes were based off of it. I'll fully admit that it, it fills the Game of Thrones hole in my heart, and trying to go back and rewatch Game of Thrones now is a very difficult premise indeed. Season 8 was really good. <laughs> the writers what? really came into their own there. Yeah, they really did it. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did start watching, there are some YouTube compilations people made where they basically trace through Game of Thrones by just following a single character Ooh. and just showing every scene they showed up in. And I actually really enjoy watching it that way, especially doing Tywin because he dies before the show ever got bad. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Also, uh, uh, okay, you, you're going to have to bleep that one out. Sorry. I don't think, I don't least, think it matters. Uh, I think that uh, everybody who's going to watch Game of Thrones is... You know, yeah. already watched it. Yeah. I, already I hope. It. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Timber, something just got announced this like couple hours ago that is pertinent to you. Uh, Bloodstain oh. Two just got announced. Really? They didn't even finish releasing all the DLC for Bloodstain One. Yeah, Curse of the Moon. That's what it's called. Well, wait, wasn't that's, that's already a game? That's the yeah. That was the or, prequel. Like then starter. it's the, the the DLC that they just announced. Okay. Here's, See what? Hold on. I have to look this up. Bloodstained. What is this myth that you brought in here, Ken? Curse of the Moon Two was was announced. Wow. Okay. So this is going to be probably another kind of NES styled one, like the Curse of the Moon prequel I mean, was. Curse of the Moon One gets like sold well enough. Yeah. Yeah, it was it good. It was definitely good. So. I know. I was just watching it muted, and I'm just like, oh, this is something that you would like, Timber. 
probably I honestly I probably would I think I'd even enjoy the the simplified nature of going back to kind of a curse of the moon style thing just because ritual of the night while fun it was just so much like I don't think I could go through another ritual of the night right now with just how densely set like it was satisfying but it was just a very dense game also I want to put this out just in the screenshot I saw like it looks like it scrolls push button um ooh, here we go and I just like looked at it and it hit scroll stop partway through so it says push butt <laughs> alright push butt that's perfect that's my favorite player too well but yeah that's that's all for me for now I don't know what game I'm gonna play I, I don't know if I'm gonna continue with The Last of Us for a while um, prob- I'll probably do Catherine now cause I haven't finished it it's a good game. Wait, you, so you played it before, but just haven't? No, um, the original Catherine, I beat it, um, full body. Oh, okay. But, yeah. What about you, Fangirl? What have you been playing? Uh, honestly, <clears throat> the last two weeks, I've just been playing uh, a lot of Animal Crossing. And I've loaded up a few... Uh, <laughs> actually, I've been playing a city-building game called Zeus, just... Like, oh, I love that I, game. I love that game, too. You were talking about, like, games from your childhood. That is not from my childhood, but it was from, like... High school. Yeah, late high school. Um, And it just... it. I guess I think I said last time that I've just been looking for comfort things, and so I'll just kind of have that on in like the background while I'm working and I'm on phone calls and I'm just like watching the little city things like tool right. around. So that has been fun for me. No, like like Tropico and the Impressions game City Builders are some of my favorite things from when I was younger, and Zeus in particular was the one that got me invested in Greek mythology. Yeah, to begin it's with. so it's so like. It's just this stupid little game, but it's so fun, and I love the I love the um, the battle sequences that you can do, like when you have another city invade, and like how you can you can build up your military, and then you can do like the little battle sequences. Uh, yeah, and then you just watch their dumb little yes! animations where the guys just like, <laughs> and then yeah. they just wiggle their arms at each other until one of them dies. Yeah, but it's just been. For, I like it when the monsters come in. I like the like the dragons and the, yeah, the cyclops. The things. hydra coming in, being like, yeah. our stinging bites. Yes, and then you just get to. I love that one. All the weird dialogue um, choices. All, all the weird dialogue choices in that. So yeah, that was it was, uh, it was free on some service, so I downloaded it. So yeah, I've been. Oh wow, I've been playing. I know that they have it on GOG, which uh, I'll also give. This is a glowing recommendation for everybody to play the Impressions Game City Builders, especially Zeus, and I would even say Pharaoh is a pretty. Pharaoh good was as well. good. Yeah, I played the. I did not play that as much as I played Zeus, but uh, Zeus was just a little bit more technically competent and had a better sense of humor to it. I felt. Yeah. But they were still very good. And who doesn't love Greek mythology? I mean, it's it's just fun. Right. Speaking of which, sorry to segue, uh, small bit of news that only a handful of people listening will care about, but in case you didn't know, Avatar The Last Airbender has become a big thing because of the Netflix re-release recently, and as a result, there are now Avatar The Last Airbender skins that you can get for your gods in Smite, which I thought was the most bizarre and kind of cool crossover I've seen in a while that a cartoon from 
like the the early 2000s somehow is now getting skins in a video game MOBA from the mid 2010s it just blows my mind that that even happened so wait timber you're not you're telling me the skins aren't from the classically hit movie that M Night Shyamalan did <laughs> you know it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if they would throw one in just for the joke because that is a very high res thing to do that, but that, uh, is, that is better than anything that uh, James Cameron's ever made. <laughs> oh, you are just trying to pick yeah, a fight. I, I swear to God, what? you're just trying to pick a fight with me. <laughs> Fangirl edits my, my scripts, and I, I won't say things are, are in there to make her angry, but I won't disagree that things are in there to make her angry. <laughs> Well, first, I can neither confirm first, nor deny. First Twilight Princess and now now James Cameron. Like, And I don't like James Cameron. I despise James Cameron, except for the movie The Abyss, which is a fantastic movie. The only thing I like about James Cameron is the South Park song where they, they sing about James Cameron. Oh, God, I remember that. His name is James Cameron, the famous pioneer. Yeah, he's he is a terrible, terrible, terrible person, but The Abyss is a fantastic movie, and it's very, very... It's one of my favorite movies. So, yeah. Anyway, Avatar: The Last Airbender. I've never watched the show or the movie, but I oh. I've heard the movie is terrible, and to say that it's better than anything James yeah. Cameron did is well, offensive. The main to character's me. name in the show is Ang. I know in the that. Movie, it's Ong. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that the main character's name is Ang, but I literally know nothing else about this series. I probably should watch that. Um, instead of rewatching yeah. Full Metal Alchemist with uh, Girl Child, but she's liking it no, so far. You should you should watch the movie first, and then just have a grip <laughs> on what the series is, because it does a albeit very rushed do adaptation do of the first season. It, it, it does somewhat, legend, It hits the beats of it. Is this, is this one of the things like sure. that I should watch, like when um when I watch Resident Evil Vendetta, where I should just like get some popcorn and a drink and just be ready for a yet? trash. What? Did you watch that movie yet? Vendetta, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so like, but it's 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 so good, but it's a trash. Like it's trash good. Oh, it's it's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's garbage, but it's also so good. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's it is it's fantastic. I actually kind of want to watch it in my Discord um, with people because it's it's just so wild. It's such a wild thing that happened. So yeah, so fangirl, th- this I don't go to movies drunk. But, you know, watching that movie drunk was amazing. The, oh, I thought you were going to say watching that movie made me drunk. And I was sober when I started. Oh, no. I was, like, tripping balls at the end of that <laughs> Oh, no. Like, what? I feel what like... white? I, I feel like maybe that's how you'd have to... I mean, I've just heard it's terrible, so I have no desire to watch it. But the series does interest me. I So, the series, I cannot recommend highly enough uh i'll say you might have to muscle through some of the nickelodeon forced childish humor of season one and after that it's just a fantastic piece of art um i think or you can watch the movie that goes skips all that childish humor no vetoed 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 I think I remember looking it up, and that is the only, sh- like, one of maybe five things that Metacritic has ever given a 100% to. Hmm. Metacritic like, people universally. Not that it matters, but it's, it's yeah, universally loved. And I have not found a single person who actually watched the whole thing through 
who emerged from it going, yeah, this sucked. Like, not yet, anyway. It was alright. Legend of Korra kind of ruined it for me. I, um, I didn't really go on to watch Legend of Korra, so I don't know really what the animosity towards it is. A lot of people have definitely said that that's not as good. Let's just say this much, they don't like the ending. Hmm. And it, it, it poo-poos on the whole mythos of Aww. what it was. And people are just insensitive and not with it. Let's just say that much. Well, just watch just watch the one. Just just watch the one with Aang. Don't watch the one with Korra. Yeah, yeah just fine. watch the one with Aang and directed by, by what's his name? <laughs> I'm not Shyamalan. I watched a movie on Friday involving, uh, it was the first movie that uh, John Carpenter ever made, I believe, which was actually a odd, super low budget sci-fi horror comedy. I don't know how to describe it. It's like that he took a bunch of his college classmates, threw them onto something that they called a spaceship, and all of them look like somebody you would have met in your college dorm who were in the middle of tripping balls. Captain Voyeur? Was that the name of it? Did I? Okay, hold on. No, I think it was... Let me make sure that I... Hold on. Let me make sure that I call out the right name here. Or Dark Star? Dark Star. That's the one. Dark Star. I don't want to... So, I don't know if I really need to give too much out about this because it's definitely like a fun popcorn schlocky movie to, to watch. I will spoil one thing about it, which at one point you get to observe somebody like take a surfing pose on a piece of flying like spaceship debris and then surf into the burning stratosphere of the planet uh, to their death. So if that intrigued you, uh, I I would recommend you watch the mind drug trip that is Dark Star. Mm Hmm. I'll add it to my list, but I think I'd rather just watch Leon jump off a helicopter on a motorcycle <laughs> onto a highway and shoot at dogs. Oh, it's, that's true. That is a fantastic piece of cinema right there. <laughs> anyway. Is there any news that we want to talk about? I mean, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated just came out today. Or yesterday. All right. When I saw that release, it finally made me realize that the one SpongeBob game I played was actually not Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah, that's the one I had to play. You gotta gotta rectify that right now. Girlfriend is like, when I get paid and I'm I'm off night shift, I'm buying that. And like, I've never played the game before. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. She's like, I'm so excited for SpongeBob. I'm like, it's probably going to suck. Like, it's. It's probably bad. Let I have her, her, let her have it's just her an HD remake. Oh no, it's fine. She's like, <laughs> it's probably bad, but she's like, I just want it. It's my childhood. I think she wants to get it so she can play it with her friend this weekend. Honestly, I thought about ordering it that way she can just play it with her friend when she goes over the house this weekend. It is it is shocking to me. The only reason that that remake even happened is because of just how insanely popular it became a as run. a speedrun game. It's just yep. incredible to me. See that came out. What else happened? I played a lot of Xenoblade HD or Xenoblade HD. Said that I just keep wanting to talk about it because I want to talk to someone about that game, but no one's taking the bait to talk to me. Also, fangirl, do not watch that video tweet thing I put up because there are spoilers in it. I won't. I won't watch it. I've been viciously <laughs> avoiding spoilers. Are, are you not going to play The Last of Us Two? 
kill. I will only play that if someone buys with me. I do not like anything Naughty Dog makes. I liked Uncharted Whoa. 2, but I think if I yeah, went he back... Hasn't... We've t- we've mm. talked about this, Timber. This is he not like anything. Listen, that, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't, you can't categorize the Jack games in the same okay. category well, as everything else Naughty Dog. L- has let done. me answer this, or let me respond to that. One, I never played really Crash Bandicoot because I I played it at friends' houses, so I don't have like mm. I don't have any nostalgia or like any attachment to Crash or Spyro. I just don't. Um, yeah. Jack and Daxter sucks because it's not wow. Ratchet and Clank. So I'll, I'll agree with that. Ratchet and Clank is just better. Like even though I feel are... like you were you were born into one of two categories. You were either a Jack guy or a Ratchet guy, and there's no in between. Ratchet is so much better than than um, Jack. Yeah, and Ratchet. As Ratchet was. I couldn't my get into it. Too. Like all of the Jack games that were made by Naughty Dog proper are terrible, and then the Final Frontier or whatever Last Frontier, whatever is really bad. And then Insomniac made a Crack in Time, which is one of the best games in that genre ever made ever yep, and then yep, they start yep. and then they started making games that looked like movies and i hate those i don't like movie games i don't like movies don't want to play a movie the last of us is in uninspired drivel it's it's everything i've seen in everything else before it, whether it be a zombie movie a a drama something where just like you can tell it's a bunch of dads who are overworked so like what if he had a child that died and that's his whole motivation for being a complete tool and dick like i guess that's fine is this about you or is this about another character and I just, I hated The Last of Us Part 1. I hated that game. I hate finished it. Liked Ellie. But I'm like, even after playing that, I'm like, this does not need a sequel. Naughty Dog's like, this doesn't need a sequel. Everyone's like, it doesn't need a sequel. Then Naughty Dog's like, here's a sequel. And it's very polarizing. I will only play that's, that if someone buys it That me. seems to be the, I'm, I'm watching one of my mods play through it. And um, that seems to be the uh, the consensus right now. So I'm, I'm actually waiting for her to finish it before I... <laughs> uh, yeah. form an opinion because like, she she won't she won't like bullshit me on her opinions mm. and i lean towards that she will probably like it but if there's things wrong with it she won't bullshit me so mm. what i've noticed like, like everyone that like it or doesn't i'd say a majority of people are like either way they're like it doesn't need to exist though it we didn't it didn't yeah, need to happen like, that's my whole thing about the the game honestly like i've gotten to the the whole hero's journey part of the game where you start and all that stuff and i'm like you know you do all these things in the first game and like the second game doesn't need to be there it's there for shock and awe in my opinion and it just turned me off like like for i don't want to play last of us part two for a long while i'll probably wait till uh, until like christmas or something to finish it just to kind of have my opinion of what the releases of this year was but it's i'm gonna have a rough time with that game let's just say that much i don't think it's release helps right now i know it's been delayed and everything and like there's no way to know like the like the state of the world when it comes out but everyone's already in a very like depressed or like you know just like the heightened emotions like current state for everything like in every way that this severely helped Animal Crossing because people needed a comfort food game right now. If this is the, the com- Last of Us is the serious yes. It's just like this it's, is not the time for this. It's super hyperlistically violent when it doesn't need to be. There's one scene near the beginning of the game that doesn't need to be that violent, and I'm just like, 
Jesus Christ, I need to, I, I was like, I need to take like a shot and a smoke break after finishing that particular scene. And that's because it was just so like shocking. It's just like, I don't need this right now. Just not right now. Right. And that's why there's kind of a love hate thing that I've noticed with this game. The people that make it to the end of it, that, you know, the ones that make it to the end of it generally are like, yeah, you know, I really enjoyed the game. The ones who hit that shock scene you're talking about and never came back to the game again because it just demolished them, they hate it for obvious reasons because that was just, um, you know, that was kind of the thing that drove a lot of Twitter discourse before the game even came out. People were just like, this game is too too violent and too, you know, insert buzzword here. Well, and it's interesting playing a game about essentially an apocalypse resolving from a pandemic when you're in a pandemic they had a solution to it but you know troy baker i mean i felt that way when i was playing uh zero time dilemma and i think i even commented about it a couple times during stream when i was like feels odd playing a game about a potential pandemic in the middle of a pandemic Dude, that was me today playing the ring terrors realm they're like oh a virus might have escaped from the CDC, so we're evacuating the town. Yep. Anyone who's infected, we're rounding up. I'm like, no, this you, is way too relevant right yep. now. No, you you have no idea how many games I have had to go through in my libraries and just observe and be like, huh, yet another game that's premise is actually based on the idea of a massive pandemic destroying the earth in some because way or it's, another. It, but the idea is prevalent there, and it's prevalent in fiction because it's a very... It, it's a very sci-fi concept, but at the same time, it's a very realistic concept. Mm. So... Yeah, I, I remember like uh, of, last year. Sorry, go ahead. I say I like the idea of sci-fi that has like some grounding in reality, which is a lot of like Philip K. Dick stuff. Not all of it, but a lot of it. It's like science fiction, but you're like, oh, this wouldn't happen, but it could in the right circumstances. Go ahead, Timber. I actually, yeah, I was actually trying to, and I'm still compiling it, so it's going to take me ages. But I've been wanting to make a video that I basically called the. Um, the uh the great plague of gaming where i would an, uh, kind of analyze just how many games had come out over the past five to ten years that had to do with pandemics or or plagues or other things and i was actually talking like the bubonic plague at the time because we had um plague. We, we had vermintide at one point which was like a left for dead but with mm. rats then we had like a stealth thief game that was kind of like a rat based thing Is that, um, then we literally we a had plague a tale? plague's tale yeah. which was literally like like this girl trying to escape from a sea of rats um like it just became a weird like double a gaming premise to just have rats in games be like the main thing and it was just a really interesting development that I wasn't expecting Trend. at all. Also, before we get too far off base from Naughty Dog, is anybody uh, did anybody see the announcement for that new Ratchet and Clank that's coming out? That's Insomniac. The one that has uh, yeah, that's Insomniac, oh, that's Insomniac, my friend. Ooh, it looks interesting. Yeah, um, like a lot of people are like, oh, look, it, look, the dialogue sounds boring, whatever. I'm like, look, it's Ratchet and Clank. I'm not playing it for the story. Yeah, I like I'm. It looks fun. Um, someone's also complaining that was probably in 30 FPS. Mike, probably for the footage for it. If they wanted to look really good as a launch title, it's not going to be in 60. But I don't really care. Yeah, and I just want to play it. A, a lot of it is just to show off how fast that thing loads. It's mm -hmm. it's literally a tech demo for how fast the PS5 loads. That entire mechanic is just 
Oh yeah, we can zip around, zip zap zap a de zoop. The concept <laughs> that they're le- that they're leveraging there, though, it. <laughs> I am very impressed from a technological standpoint about what that means. Like, yes, it's it's a proprietary thing in the PS5 right now that they're like, wow, it's so great when you code around this. But I'm pretty sure that within the next five years or so after the after this is out we're going to see this develop as technology on pc as well and it is going to make things um it's going to make things incredible because the part of the the draw of it is that the ps5 isn't as like powerful but because of how it's able to leverage pulling those resources it doesn't need to be Mm mm-hmm so, like if you can skip a load scene, like it's gonna look far better than just like oh look these graphics look a little bit better. Well, it's not even just skipping load scenes. They're basically transitioning the internal system so that instead of calling references to RAM, they have it somehow stored like in its own dedicated space on like the CPU. So it literally reduces the amount of time that it takes for the processing of information, which in turn means the processor doesn't have to work as hard to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, but, uh, I think, so I think that's pretty cool. I don't know, like at the end of the day, the average like end user is not going to notice because everybody's playing on the same console. So it's kind of wasted on a console in a way, but, uh, I would love to see that development move towards uh PC things as well. I was re- I saw a tweet from a developer who like works on those engines and stuff. He's like, he, like he was watching, like, I guess one of the tech demo things with the kid like with his kid and he's like asked the kid what he thought and he's like it doesn't look any different from what we have now and he's like the kids you know he's he's wrong it, it's not the same thing but he's like but for most people they're not going to notice any of these changes no one's going to notice any right. of this stuff so it's kind of like they will notice that there's no longer colored buttons on the controller i know it's a small thing but i'm definitely annoyed at the transparent colorless buttons that they are planning on having on the at least that's not that's like, not new did they not have colorless ones on the PS4? The PSP and the PS Vita didn't have colored buttons. Oh, who cares about those? And I mean, you could buy hey PS4 now. controllers. Hey that, now, that I will, out. I will take a plane to wherever part of the hand you are and slap you. <laughs> <laughs> Show me on my hand where you are, right here. Smack him. Oh my god. Um, an- another thing that I wanted to—I know that this is kind of like flying all over the place but i just wanted to touch on some of these um tonight just because i don't think there's a lot we can say about a lot of these announcements other than cool but uh have any of you seen the keena bridge of spirits uh like trailer was that something that interested any of you at all was that the one i brought up earlier did you the one like the one like before we started with the one about um like the girl and there's those like ghibli spirits around her Oh yes, I'm yeah, that one looks sure, fun. Yeah. That one looks cute. Kenna, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> Kenna. Uh, what what I think is really interesting about it, and I didn't, I actually had heard about Kenna before it was even announced in the in the trailer, but uh, Ember Lab was actually the same people who made the um, that viral Majora's Mask fan video that came out like a year ago, the um, terrible fate like mini movie that they made the, that followed the story oh, really? of the Skull Kid. Mm-hmm. It's the same team. Hmm. That game does look interesting. That was one of the few that that stuck out. That one did. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I have not seen this trailer, and I you, had not. You'd seen... probably like it. I was gonna say this looks like it would be something I would be into. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, it's probably one of the newer IPs that they introduced that I would be like, yeah, I'm on board for that. I wouldn't mind messing around with that. A few of them that they showed did not look interesting at all. There's that one that looked like space version of Death Stranding, in a way, that okay, Capcom game. I know what game you're talking about. Or if, if it was on the PS5 thing, I know what game you're talking about, because at, at first, like when I first looked at the title of it, and I kind of looked at like the screenshot, I was like, ooh, this looks interesting. And then I watched the preview, and I was like, once again, a, a game that would make a better novel than a game. I mean, there's no gameplay, and there's really no information about what the game is. Yeah. Um, once I'll see more. Oh, I'll yeah. What was it? Like, uh, this, this looks interesting enough. Project Athea? Was that the one I would... Yeah, I think that's what it yeah. is. It's a Capcom game. Yeah. 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 I don't know how they're going to make that. <laughs> but, oh, I cannot believe they're making a new Oddworld game. That yeah, stands out. I'm, I'm really oh, surprised yeah, that one, they're making it, and two, it's still 2D, which really surprised me. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm surprised they're keeping it like this, but I mean... They have their a that's, certain audience they want so for it. So that's that's really good that they they did. Like I'm usually a, a proponent of 3D, but both uh, Oddworld kind of falls from that same category as um, as sort of those those 90s PCCD games where it was fully animated and walking through these fully animated environments. Like you couldn't see it any other way. If they went 3D, it would look like they had done cg animation for it so it totally worked at the time and i think i think it's the right call i look forward to it what did you think of actual gameplay for ghostwire tokyo that looks interesting that looks like um like ninja bioshock and i'm i'm interested in it yeah that's all i was thinking of too and i was like "Mm, that is very very interesting it looks very artsy oh it's like it's Mm. not what i expected it to be at all but i'm not upset about that like, I didn't know what to expect the way they were talking about it. I thought it was going to be a lot of, like, empty streets and roam around like a cat like you do in Stray. Like, that was another one they had with the one where you literally are the cat. Yeah, I saw but, like, that one. then they showed it. I'm like, this looks more like Bioshock. I want this. Maybe Mikami will actually do something interesting for once in, like, the past 10, 10 years. He hasn't done anything so, good in a long time. Yeah, so that that Capcom game was pra- uh, Pragmata? Yeah, there was Pragmata. Pragmata, yeah. Pragmata, and then Project Athea? Project Athea actually the... looked interesting to me. The one I was thinking of is called Returnal. Where... Which Returnal, yeah, that, that was... the live, die, and I live again looking thing. Yeah, that's where yeah, I was the... like, okay, this would make a better book than a game, but... when they start Yeah, off, I like, think it would make a better novel than a game. Yeah. It's when... very interesting, though. When they showed off the gameplay and it was like a shooter, I'm like... <sighs> it's like I thought it was going to be more of like... um Maybe a bit exploration more... Exploration kind of thing. Like exploration, maybe more of like a... A less combat focused dead space, mm-hmm. but instead, yeah, just, the, like, the shooter crazy. aspect threw me off very much. So, but like, the way they like started, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be kind of one of their next narrative, like, lead, like narrative, like adventure, like kind of not the typical type of game that you'd expect from them. And they're just like, what the fuck is this though? Like, this is just, this is the opposite mm-hmm. of what you kind of just promised me. Mm-hmm. What's right, the one I think that looks was... good? Uh, Returnal. Yeah, know. Returnal was the What's one. What's the I was one thinking. that looked like? Um, is that the one that looked like Baby's first? Um, Baby's first um, Lovecraftian thing or whatever. Mm. Which one's the one where like everything was kind of dark and two D and cartoonish and like one of the scenes was like a guy on a toilet, but it looked like oh, um, like, it looked like Baby's first Eldritch Horror, not in a bad way. It just looked like you know my first Eldritch li- Horror. Game. Little <laughs> Devil Inside, I believe. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say I think that's. <laughs> that's I'm sorry, just. 
<laughs> Baby's first eldritch horrors making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little devil inside, yeah. But <laughs> it reminds me. Can we talk about the one of the the hits from that is Bug Snacks, and I couldn't get the stupid song is, stuck. Is on that going to be for, a, for kids, or is there like some like a more like because I was like this could be a kids game, but I'm like this seems like it might have a more sinister dark side too. Yeah, yeah, I was like ah, oh, it's sinister children game because <laughs> like. I know they showed like they showed like um I want to say they showed Knack Three. They didn't show Knack Three. They showed that little big planet <laughs> game, or like the Sapphire yeah. Big Adventure, and then they showed yeah. that and like they kind of like the guys walked away and the 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 bug snacks are still doing stuff. I'm like, is this for kids or is this gonna like turn really dark? And it's I really hope that. it turns it's, out to be something really dark. It's like Five Nights at Freddy except with f- snacks or something like that. Or it's like uh, what was that movie with the food that was sentient? Food fight? No. Sausage party. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. That is an app. I haven't seen that. That terrifies me. I'm not married to your husband, so I was not interested in seeing that. No, I was not interested <laughs> oh, in seeing that either. That looks like an. By the movie. way, so did Goodbye Volcano High struck you in any way, shape, or phone kill? <laughs> when someone pointed out, like, kind of what it was about, because I'm like, this kind of looks like. Like realistically drawn Undertale characters, but someone's like they're dinosaurs. I'm like, oh, they're dinosaurs. So it's supposed to be like a high school, like that last year of a high school before the meteor hits Earth. I'm like, that makes more sense. It looks a bit too much like a furry adventure game for me. <laughs> I was gonna say this is perfect for you, but then I'm, my friend who's also a furry is like, I love this game, and I'm like, oh, I yeah, don't know how I feel about this. Don't you mean like, based on how it looks? It looks interesting. I'm like, it was very bold of them to include that in the um like in the like like that whole presentation it's not for me mm. but so it's out there it's definitely for someone it's dinosaurs <laughs> i did they didn't look like dinosaurs at all that's the thing when someone put out their dinosaurs i'm like they did not look like dinosaurs they looked like Susie from delta rune <laughs> <laughs> all right you mean that's but. not what Susie is i don't know what, i don't know what Susie is i just know that you can't control her in the party so there, there's also the glaring omission that is relevant for yeah, you. That's the only thing I would want to talk about from the thing. Demon that's... Souls, right? No. Definitely the Demon Souls <laughs> remake. I'm so yeah, happy honestly, that's finally it's... not stuck on the PS3 anymore. Too bad it's still about... another Souls game. Yeah. And it's a remaster. But, so... but Blue Point is, is Blue known for making some good work. So I'm happy that Sony actually got snatched them up. I've been they did Shadows of the Colossus, didn't they? Uh, say that again. They did Shadows of the Colossus on PS4, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they also they did that, but they they were mostly widely known for the the Metal Gear remakes. Yeah, they for, were known for uh, like two and three. All the good HD collections during the PS3 era were done by them. Mm. All the bad yep. ones were from other people. Like they they know how to take like a a very well loved fan favorite game series, whatever. And give it the proper amount of attention and love and make it new again, kind of in a way, without it just being yeah. a simple, like, like, especially once they did show the classes they showed, they know how to make it more than just a facelift in a way. Yeah. So I'm happy they're working on that because at least for people that do like the Souls games, at least you're getting something better than the Souls remastered. Mm-mm-mm. I it, it isn't a mistake the the next Tom Clancy Rainbow Six game is called Rainbow Six Quarantine, right? 
It's just poor timing. <laughs> it's probably poor timing, unless they renamed like, it. I mean, that's the name that they officially put that's on probably it. The game slated that for been... 2020, so like... All right. They probably had to feel more depressed at home. Yeah. <laughs> You've been Play through it. a siege. Now are you ready for a quarantine? Hmm. Yeah, so... Let's talk about the real game that Kill wants to talk I'm about. I want to talk about RE8. RE8 looks All right, Horizon 2. I always want to talk about RE8. Shut up. Also. Shut up. We're talking about <laughs> RE8 now. We've moved on. No one cares about those other games. RE8 looks fantastic. So it's like, I wonder if this is going to be kind of like a part remake of 4. I'm like, they're not remaking 4. I don't know. <laughs> like, everyone's like, well, you know, I... it kind of looks like Lewis. I'm like, it's not. They said it takes place years, at, like a few years after 7, and 7 takes place after six, I'm like, whatever you guys hate about the series, it's not changing. <laughs> it's not going away. They're not getting rid of anything until they like say they're re- like resetting the universe of that series. It's the still the same timeline. Sorry, we are getting the thickest Chris in the world, and I'm excited for that. Thick All right, <laughs> he's so thick. I uh, I I just I posted a tweet that had a picture with it that I thought you'd enjoy. Is I- it the one with the Doge? No. Um I I hadn't oh. <laughs> I hadn't asked you about oh. <laughs> yeah, with the Mr. X. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I that was my favorite part of the entire yeah, trailer. I literally I started like cackling out loud when he just like sorry Ethan and just lays into whatever is on the floor. I just started laughing out loud. It's, it's Mia. It's Mia. You think it's Mia? I wonder. I haven't asked you about how you felt about that trailer because I was kind of waiting for this, but I was... I'm happy they're continuing on with it. Everyone's like, Ethan's boring. I'm like, but maybe they can give him more. I'm like, all the characters in Resident Evil started out very one-dimensional and they still haven't gotten very far past that. Like, they're all, like, pretty generic characters. Like, Claire is one of the few shining examples in the series of people with characterization. So, like, I'm happy they're not just, like, dropping what was there in 7. I'm happy they're continuing it because it gets ti- it gets really tiresome to see a seri- like a, a company. They're like, oh, well, this thing didn't work in a series. Let's just completely drop it and start over looking at you, Sega. So, like, the fact they're just like, no, we're going to stick it out. We're going to keep Ethan and just try and, try and like, you know, move forward with that storyline. Because it looks like they're trying to tell, like... A, like this, like seven was supposed to be a trilogy anyway. Like the Ethan Winters thing, I think was supposed to be like a trilogy of games. So it looks like they're still trying to continue that story and kind of like centering it to like a little bit of the old with more of the new. And that seems to be what they're doing. And the game looks really cool. It has that um, someone said it looks like maybe it could be set in Romania. I know, yeah, Kendra, have you watched the trailer? Yeah, like you would be my I only person get... I can ask. I mean, I yeah. Would... I was I, I was can, gonna say the money say... the money that they were using it, it someone pointed it out that it was from Romanian or lay yeah. that's what the lay the, yeah I, know, I haven't seen the trailer yet so now I kind of really have to so I know some people <laughs> were worried like oh it looks like you buy upgrades and stuff again because they said it'll be more action based but they said most of the fights will be more one on one type of things like each fight's supposed to be more of like like that's your fight for survival because the, the monsters look like they're more werewolf like uh, not... they they look like they're going to be more faster than yeah. anything so like even if you can played. upgrade your weapons and stuff like i think people are worried it's going to turn into six i'm like i don't think it will because it looks like it's going to turn it looks like it's going darker and still more of like the encounters are going to be more intimate 
it will be like almost every one of those is like a jack fight in my mind like all of them are going to be like that where it's one-on-one or you only a couple other enemies and it's not going to be you know like six where you're just like gunning down people with organic chainsaw arms like it's it looks it looks fantastic i liked like the aesthetic of like they showed like them in um a club and everyone wearing i don't even know how to describe it like you know like like all the very like high society clothes and stuff like that uh-huh. and maybe it might allude to like witches and and more of like that like miss i don't know like the type of like mystique of horror stuff like that that's so much more interesting than what they've been doing that's so much more interesting like to go from kind of like how it was in seven which i love to this i'm like this just seems like they're trying new things out each time and not just turning them into action movies, and I'm super fine with that. I I feel like they're doing a new new genre of horror or mm. a new take of what the genre is because they were doing the whole hillbilly stick things mm. in seven, from what I've from what I understand. Then again, like I said, I never got past the house. So I mean, it's, that's right. what it is. For this is again. definitely this is definitely going for more of a Helsing and kind of cl- almost classic horror. Yeah reimagining vibe like i think you're gonna see werewolves and vampires or at least some kind of oh it's the t virus but it's the v virus because it makes them you know you're gonna see something weird to to make it convincing in the lore the monster that they showed looks like it has like werewolf attributes but i don't think when people heard there's werewolves i think they're overthinking it i'm like it's probably not going to be actual werewolves it's probably gonna be like lycanthrope like influence right. monsters, I right? Think but it's clearly. Like, I mean, they have this Van Helsing ass guy, yeah, in a hat and sunglasses. I mean, it's clearly what they're going right, for, right? Right. But I think people are thinking it's actually going to be just werewolves and witches type of thing. I'm like, no, it's going to be reminiscent of that. It's still going to be Resident Evil with probably monsters affected by viruses, like you said. It's just going to mm. be. It's going to fit in the universe while you know being an homage to that old style. Right, which in turn means that this is going to give me a lot of flashbacks to Jammed, everybody's favorite uh, Clive Barker's uh, dying. No, when you got lost for like three hours. That was my that was my first horror game. So, I I wonder if they're gonna do VR integration again because this seems like it is very first. Of course. Why not at this they, point? They, might they already figured out how to do it before. They've already said no, that they're well, going to be um, a new PSVR for the PS5, so it's possible. Yeah, they, they they never announced anything for the VR for PS5, even though it is coming. It, that, that would also explain why we didn't really get a hard release date, because I'm pretty sure Sony wanted to be like, hey, we're making this VR thing also for the PS5, and we kind of don't want it to be suddenly already announced before mm-hmm. we have a a drum roll for that and of course it's going to look like a, a a taco shell or something like that what do they think what the camera looks like <laughs> did they uh did they officially put a quote on what the price of the ps5 no, will no, be no, or no no, no, no. no, no of they're course not from... they're playing they're doing a cold war with microsoft here and i find it hilarious but a lot of people are just like freaking announced it already but i just find it hilarious that they're playing this cold war chicken shit right now of what the pricing is going to mm. be even though God. we all both know that they're doing two different versions of the consoles. Mm-hmm. They're doing a digital, oh, all digital, and then a normal one. 
Yeah. Well, the Xbox one that they're announcing is they're going to have a base model and then they're going to have a premium model. I don't know what's going to what's been shown as of right now if that was the premium or if that was the base, the little mini fridge. Maybe it's like a a freezer or something. I don't know. You lay it flat and you open up that way, but I'm not too sure how they're going to how they're going to do this. I, I yeah, it it got me too. I'm just imagining this like ice box that they carry the Xbox in, and then they just open it. You see like the the steam rising or just kind of condensation everywhere as they pull this sacred Xbox out. To yeah, play that's on. how it, it pops out with the controllers and everything. You know. Yeah. So it really I'm, makes I'm, the... I'm not too sure what they're going to do, but. If they don't say anything, well, I'm pretty sure Microsoft is, I would hopefully think that they would announce what the pricing is by July with this upcoming you, briefing that yeah. they're going to do, think but so. who knows, because at this point, yeah, I definitely, I don't want to, I don't want to tox myself by giving them guaranteed revenue, but I'm pretty much definitely buying a PS5, so. That will be if I'm going to buy another one. I'll buy that, like, because like those are the two main ones. Someone in I was watching the chat in Marforia's stream because she was live streaming that. Someone's like, "Do you think Nintendo should be worried about this?" I'm like, Nintendo's not even on the same radar as these anymore. Like, oh yeah, con- no. Like no, no one that's they're, like they're gunning for two different things now. Anyone that buys a Switch, they're like, "God, I really wish X game was on this." It's like you are not buying the Switch for the reason it exists. Like I can understand a game console is your main thing, like it's your main one, but like. Right. If me buying a Switch and wondering why I can't play RE8 on it, I am stupid. Yeah. Because I don't understand how things work. Like, that's not why I'm right. buying it. I'm buying it for a completely different experience. Yeah. Mm. I do. Well, uh, like, a lot of people, how I think the Switch is and how people are equating the Switch now is they just want things to be portable yep. and kind of really hating that idealistic right now. Case in point, the persona 5 on switch thing that's been just rampant the past year i'm getting so irritated like i bought my friend persona 5 two different times i bought him regular and royal and he does not want to play persona 5 not because he hates it he just doesn't want to play any rpg it doesn't help that they switch it doesn't help that they've always put a version of all the games until 5 on a handheld so I was just like, yeah. why don't why is like Royal should have been a handheld title as well? So it's one of those yeah. like, why is this the one that is not? I know it's because Sony yeah. doesn't have handhelds anymore, but like, I get the understanding behind it because those games are far better on handheld from my personal, like personally for me. Yeah. But like, yeah. I think at this point people need to give up on it because like it's not going to happen. If it was like, Atlas is the type at least console-wise, that they will go where the money is. If they have never yeah. done it with the main series Persona series, I don't know why they would now. Like, they put out Persona Q2 on a dead system and it failed. Do you really think that... Like, because it had the biggest install base, that's why they did it. Do you think if, like, if it was so easy for them to do it, they would have just done it at this point? Like, they would have done it yeah. if it was easy. There must be something that is holding them back from releasing the main series on Nintendo stuff. And it's it's money for the most part. They're probably paid think, under but... the table by by Sony in some way, or like even if it's like you know, they don't get paid for it, but maybe they'll get like kickbacks or some... lucrative lucrative things. Yeah, they'll get like you know maybe you know their cost for publishing the title significantly yeah. less, or maybe it's waived if they put it on there type of thing. I thought mm-hmm. someone just walked I'm, in my house. But so I'm trying to out. figure out 
I'm trying to figure out if because I don't know if you guys were aware of the uh, release from last week of um, P4 Golden on yeah. PC. Um, yes, yes, yes. I'm trying to figure out if their goal, if this is them playing their hand and saying, we will release more Persona games on PC. Persona 5 is a guaranteed going to be on PC eventually situation. Or if this is them going, here, have Persona 4 Golden. So you buy a PS5 and play Persona 5. Like, I'm not sure what their their game plan is going to be with that. It's, but I think they've but been the slowly with, testing the waters. With that, too, they, they kind of just wanted the money. And it sold very, very well for $20. That That's another thing. They weren't charging full price. If this if this game was full price, I think we would have a totally different situation on it on our hands with that but because it was just twenty dollars i think a lot of people were like i heard a persona let me go buy something off of this or just free it from mm. the vita and see at f- that point that was that was the vita's death mm. already right there see the vita so. the vita's dead four is still recent enough and um has enough of um has enough popularity following. yeah and a yeah. Fol- it's not even a cult following like it's yeah, just like, a big following like it still has <laughs> such a big following at this point that like it's not like three. Three would have sold a lot, but not this much. Despite the fact everyone yeah. really wants three, they'd have to yeah. do too much yeah. more work to three to port it. Whereas this one's like it's on the Vita. The Vita is easy to port to and from. So like if they just throw this one up, you know, with some like you know 1080p like like you know um options for it, easy, easy money. Yeah, I think the only other thing I had was I played Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I saw you playing stream. that. I was just like, what the fuck are you that doing? That was about? the thing. Well, first of all, it was randomizer night, but second of all, I actually enjoyed the hell out of that, and I was surprised that I did. Um, what deck were you running? I'm running zomb. Uh, sorry, not zombie, vampire. So it's got a lot of. Uh, Is it because trickiness with life point sacrifice, sending things to the graveyard, pulling them back out of the graveyard? Mm. Is it's there a reason funny you because vampire. Is there sorry? A... Is there a cultural reason for you that you picked vampire? Because you know Romania, right? <laughs> I actually picked it because it's the only deck that I could think of that consistently trounced me in my actual deck, so I wanted to play as my nemesis, basically, because I could yeah, never cause, figure them out. Because I, I, I played semi-competitive semi back in the day, but this was when, when me and you first met Lou, mm-hmm. way back when, and I had my deck then, and I was playing Dark World, and Dark World is a very similar deck to Vampires at this point. Yeah, it, that's the only I think it was just. I, ask. I think it was just amusing to me because I was playing this, and a lot of people were coming in um, who had never seen my streams before, just being like, "Hey, man, what deck are you running?" And then I'd be like, "Vampire," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm like Grand Tourney," and then I'll like start playing. And they're like, hmm. <laughs> "I um, I'd give you advice, but I literally have never seen a vampire deck in this game before because it's been out of meta for three years." I'm like. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so they're yeah, like no, just as intrigued yeah, to be watching me as a total newbie would be because I'm just such a weird duck for even playing vampire in the first place. Oh, it's yeah, like, I don't yeah. know what this deck is. I don't know what's happening. So it's kind of just fun that it sort of bridges gaps that way. No, no, no. It's it's fine. Like these kind of those kind of games that they don't really update the meta all too much is very, very interesting to see if people do pop in and be like you know i haven't seen a deck run like that way in a, like a long time because it's just how the meta is with Yu-Gi-Oh and uh yeah because every yeah because everybody's just like oh i have never played this game before let me see what's popular oh the top deck is shiranui okay we're gonna make a shiranui deck then and you have 15 <laughs> million of those 
Yep. But yeah, continuing on from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my last tangent for the day. I think we do need to start wrapping up. Do we have any questions? Yes, we do. I was about to say we can go to questions. Um, we have a few. Um, one of them, I think a couple of them were about um, the reveals from the PS3 thing at least, so... Um, let me answer these. If you are guys, if you guys are new, if not, if you go on my Discord server, I'm Kyoto Hunter on there. Um, and you look in the Ask Kyo section, you can ask questions. I will respond to them. If they are pressing, I will respond to them there. If not, I will save them for the podcast. That is how it go. I think a lot of these we did last time. Well, I think there was like two for last time. Um, but since then, because people like to post after we actually recorded the podcast, so that's why tonight I put in by set by 9 p.m. Central Standard <laughs> Time, please. Um. <laughs> First one is from DB the the God. Are we in the Matrix? Maybe. I mean, at this point. I I mean, well, actually, at this point, I would like a different program, please, to be uploaded. Yeah. Can they? Can they? Um. Can they end this program, please? Yeah. And just start. Can we? Start yeah, can we? Can, can we, we fire whoever programmed this one? The next question. Roll back to the previous. The next question comes from Puddin Cup. How do I get famous? Good um, famous or bad play famous? Play Fortnite. Tofu suggested kill someone famous. I do not suggest that at all. We do not condone that. Good famous or bad famous? That is a good question. Yeah, I was going to say, you can just have a dark history of doing something that has been going on on Twitter as of late, but we, we, won't, yeah, so, we um, won't recommend you do that. So actually, I have a, um, I have a follow-up for you, Puddin' Cup. Please let me know if you want good or bad famous, and I will answer it during the next podcast. So just post that to follow up for that. This is your question from 618. I mean, some would argue there's no such thing as bad famous. Uh, it depends on right. your audience. I mean, you don't really want everybody like thinking yeah, you're a big course. giant there's asshole. Like, right. <laughs> but it depends on what you're in for. If you're like, yeah, if you're like, I just want to be famous, then, you know, if you're just... If you don't care about the how, there's plenty of ways to get infamous. I think that was kind of the point Ken was Why making. Why do I so. have the Spice Girls song stuck in my head right now? <laughs> Moving on, we have whenever a whenever more I think of famous, I just hear of the Eminem song. But anyway, sorry. Go Moving on. Go. on. <laughs> um, let's see. Tofu was asked about our our thoughts on the big reveals lately from the top three being mostly tech demos from Microsoft and Sony and actual games people want from Nintendo. Um, I think we kind of we kind of talked on the ones from Sony. Um, I guess the everything that's new for a system is gonna be a tech demo. It's like they're all gonna be tech demo oriented for at least yeah. a year or two. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Nintendo's finally re- re- you know announcing things people want. You know, well they they're not finally they're like they're getting more stuff people want. And I think I don't know I'm really hoping they they have like a successor to the Switch eventually soon, so we can get some more stuff handheld or an upgrade to it. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a dock that can run things better. I don't know if you guys have any other thoughts, but I mean, like, everything's it, everything's a tech demo right now. Yeah, I'm actually looking otherwise. up to see yes, what yeah. Nintendo announced. Like, like I said, that whole Ratchet game is a tech demo for the PS5 at this point. Um, Black- Though knowing Naughty Dog, it probably is at least going to look pretty close Insomniac. to the tech demo. So, oh, no. Well, now I don't know anymore. I have no idea what's going to happen with that. More questions from Black Shotgun. Thoughts on improving the Switch store and online games like Steam and stuff in general? Thoughts on letting indie developers get their game out there but still way to filter out shit in softcore porn? Um, Steam has, like, a decent filtering thing. It's just it's so many layers deep. It, there's no, like, 
quick way to do it. I think it's just there's way too many things on Steam too quickly navigated. Uh-huh. And I mean, there it's, is... if there's a boob in something, it's going to go up like higher in popularity than something with no boob. I just, I just want a better implementation of how to find stuff because in the eShop or uh, Steam. Uh, on the eShop because oh, at this yes. point all the things that were announced for the new game plus expo that was just announced today I'm not going to be able to find half of those games even though they look remotely interesting mm-hmm. if you're not at the top page on the eShop like I will go down about I don't know I'll go down like a hundred no rows if you're not within that top 100 because like you know I get tired of like the switch trying to load six new images right you're not, I'm not going to find you. Like I was trying to remember the other day. I'm like, is this one game that I'm wanting actually on the switch or did I make it up? And I was trying to search for it and it was a nightmare because it's the slowest thing in the world. They need to fix that. They need to, it's almost like using the PS3 shop. I can't really speak for the switch shop too much because it's very rare that I actually make purchases on my switch. Uh, I generally actually go out to the store and buy physical copies Except right now, where I haven't left I the actually, house. I actually went and bought a physical copy of the GameStop yesterday, or the other day, but there's only me, the guy working, and one other dude in the store, because no one's going. Oh, man. I, they just wouldn't let me order it online, or else I wouldn't have done that. But I uh, I do think that it, it kind of falls into the same trappings as when you, when you have this large of a content library, I'm talking kind of Steam specifically here, Um. When, it, when it's such a large library, it's pretty much a popularity contest in terms of what actually gets to the front page. So you can be assured that whatever you see on the front page of Steam is going to be something that a lot of people have played, but it's not necessarily going to be to your taste or even necessarily a good quality filter in that regard. Um, and I think that's just what happens when everything's based on algorithm. It's just a big popularity contest with a little computer telling people what they like and big surprise all the sequels do really well um which is why i will say if you like a game that is on the switch store or steam or something you need to review it you need to tell people word of mouth helps these yeah games a lot. if there's an indie game that you like it helps to get its name out there like not necessarily that the it, director is like unknown but like i will always sing the praises of the missing yep jj maxfield memories like, because some people are like, oh, I didn't know Swery made this game. Like, I will tell everyone about it. I'm like, you need to play this game. Yep. This is one of my favorite games ever made. But I don't like anything, according I, to some people, though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I hate I, everything. I, th- I think one of the trappings with it is just, um, you know, back in the day, so I think some of the best ways of discovering, like, weird offbeat games came from uh, the fact that you had these kind of smaller smaller microcosms of places where things were curated by individuals, right? So you'd go to the Blockbuster and there was like a handful of games that they had at any given moment. And that was, that was it. It wasn't really like necessarily always the newest things or even the most popular things. So you kind of had that filter already built in. These days, I need a filter just for my own purchases. I have so many games on Steam that I literally have a randomizer night that exists, at least partly because I am crippled by trying to decide what to play from my library. Mm-hmm. And it's just really nice to hit a button and go, okay, I'm playing this. No quets, no no, no ifs, and ors, or buts. I don't know if I like this game, but I'm going to play it right now. I'm and so far, I've consistently... Of, of what? I'm going to gift you a copy of Mirror. That way, when it comes up on stream, you have to play it. <laughs> 
you'll get banned, but you'll have to. I'm, no ifs, okay, ands, I'm, or I'm buts. Not, uh, no, God. there are buts in it though. <laughs> I said no buts. There you go. Oh wow. Uh, next question. Um, let's see. Uh, why you know like The Last of Us? I think I said it earlier in the in the in the video or the podcast. Yeah, we we were running across that. And no, I say it all no the time. Movie games. I just get really no surprised. Like I say this stuff constantly. Everyone's like, "You don't like Atlas?" I'm like, "This isn't." You must be very new, like within the past two minutes, because I was just complaining about them a minute ago. <laughs> like, there's like two things. Like, there's two things to always know. I hate Last of Us, and Last of Us, and I hate Atlas, the company, and everything they make now. So it's just good. It's just like put that on a business card. Uh, Tofu wants to know why That'd I did be not. Pretty good. Tofu wants to know why I didn't think of you last night. You can also be the one to inst- initiate that if you waited that long. Um, if you don't know, if I want to talk to certain people on in my Discord in the voice chat like if later on i will put this one emote called thinking of you and tag their name that's usually means i'm waiting for you to message me back too that's <laughs> so not really a question for any of you guys <laughs> fatal framing is asking when will i watch the ring because earlier today i said i don't want to watch the ring because one it's a movie and two i just want to only know about the ring the series the ring from the ring terrors realm game and just like never have any context for it so the answer is probably mm. never as a gamer, you should just experience the entire movie through the the ring, the video game. I should be able, if there, it's going to be a licensed title trying to attract new people, I should be able to know at least enough about the what you're trying to sell me on from this alone. Here's I shouldn't I shouldn't need additional outside things to enjoy a video game. I don't want to watch movies. I don't want to read books. I like I like that to be supplementary, but I don't want it to be required. I don't need required reading to play a game, Final Fantasy fifteen. Here's an enticement. I'm... If I could figure out a way to do it, I would. Uh, I would watch the ring, but I would have a camera on so everybody could see how absolutely horrified I get. Oh, would you watch it? Would tape, you watch then. it then? <laughs> I don't know. See, the thing is, I get bored watching movies. But the thing is, I would want to distract you the whole time and be be annoying, so I wouldn't be watching you do the thing. I'd be I'd fine be with that, honestly. I uh, no. Like, if I ever had your husband's phone number, I would text him while you were streaming to get him to bother you during another horror game. Because we did that before. We messaged <laughs> my Discord. But then it turns out he just had the same idea and did it anyway. Yeah, to- he had the same idea that Tofu gave him, and he just did it anyway. Let's see. All right, more questions. Puddin' Cup, will you review the movie Rings? I heard it's very good. Don't know what it is. Don't know what is it is. Is that the remake? It's like a sequel. It's person. like a sequel. So the, the the recent one that came out like within the last year. I, I don't know. Like it's, I'm reading something that was posted hours ago, so I can't really follow up on it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, talk to Luna about this. I'm we're I'm the wrong. I, I have to, to borrow. I'll I'll ask her because I have to borrow um, Twin Peaks from her next time I see her. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, from Tofu, what are y'all's thoughts on the inevitable intersection of new modernism and the comfortable cottage chic? When moms start tossing doilies on our PS5 setup, so they can put their precious moments figurines on top. I'm like I, I'm from a, I'm from a heavily Italian American family. There have been doilies on things in the house since my mom was in her twenties. Yeah, I was gonna say, my mother loves doing quilts now, mm-hmm. and she has decorated what she calls the VS, the v, VHS player, the Xbox One. 
She decorates these like things? Since we put it on there. My god. Uh, say that I again. Said she decorates Sorry. these things? Yeah, yeah, she puts a lot of things on, on like, all my consoles. Oh my god. Well, they're, they're sitting in the front room, so, you know, you don't want to just have this, yeah. like... So, it's like she my... puts something on the bottom of it, and then she goes, well, maybe if I want to put something on top of it, or if you want to put a game or a figure, I'll put something on top of it, too. So she puts something on top of it, too. And it's two different patterns. My mom. She's been very, very bored the last couple months. I, I, I would not like do that. Like as I, I would just not do that because that's just not the type of person I am. Unless, like, even if I had figurines and stuff, just, they would just go along. Give it another five years. Along, give it another five years. I don't think so. I really don't. But I would get my shouted mom has at. a doily on top of her Blu-ray player. Why? We bought her that like ten years ago, at least. Why? Why? Because she doesn't like it just sitting in the... Ca- By the way, our TV cabinet, because we have a TV cabinet, we don't have a TV stand. She has the same TV cabinet she's had since I was a child. It was actually a pantry with doors on it. The doors stay on. <laughs> the doors stay on. It's like you put the TV in there. It was meant to be a pantry. Then it was used for a tube TV. So there's a cutout of the back to fit the big <laughs> tube TV. <laughs> And it's there to fit the ass of the TV. Yep. <laughs> you modified it to. So. so she still has this. And she would always insist on closing the doors and stuff because we lived in an apartment and people could see in the window because we were on the ground floor. She thought they'd steal our stuff. It, was, it wasn't It was a bad area, but it, like there were some areas. And like I mean, my bike was stolen and shit like that. It always happened. But she still has this. And like I don't know a different TV stand in the family. She has had that. Since I was a child, I am 31 years old. It is at least 31 years old, maybe at the youngest 25, but I'm going closer to 31. She still has it. Now it has an HDTV, which is slightly angled because it doesn't fit in there because it's too wide. <laughs> and she still closes it and opens it, and it still has the doily on the Blu-ray player. <laughs> I'm really surprised there's no doily on top of the Roku box I bought her. Oh my gosh. Just a tiny one. I'm waiting for doilies and gunpla everywhere. I can do that. But yeah, like, she, I, I gave her a PS3 so she could watch her Blu-ray. She instantly made a quilt little <laughs> thing for it already. Oh, gosh. She goes, oh, but it's because it's it's Blu-ray, so I made it blue. I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's actually really cute. <laughs> That's really cute. Oh, God. Yeah. She goes, it's my Blu-ray player, so I make the cult blue just because to indicate it as much. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I don't have... Yeah, so, my, my folks so do I, do anything like that, so I have nothing after to contribute I bought, here. After she told me that, I intentionally got her a blue PS3 controller. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Yeah, my... So. My girl child is trying actively to get my mom to play Animal Crossing and I'm like she can't even use her phone please don't try this <laughs> she she can't like she's the classic grandma who like texts and doesn't know how to text so I'm like please please don't try this I, I did hear about the like what like 80 year old grandma that's been playing Animal Crossing since the first one yeah. came out who like waited with bated breath which is very rounds. wholesome yeah Anyway, I'm sure she has see. doilies on top of her system. 
We have a couple more questions. Shotgun asks, what are our thoughts on the PS5 or the new Xbox, whatever it is? I think we I think we hit those earlier. So if you get to See, this and you didn't think we yeah, answered it, just so, go back. Yeah, just go back. Um, and missed the good wait, part. To, wait, wait to an episode or two for the Xbox, whatever it is, yeah, because we don't know when when that release is coming out. I'm not going to weigh in on the Xbox because I already have a PC. As a brave statement you just said that no one's ever said before. No, I'm extremely I, I, trendsetting. I, 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 I feel the burn even from here, Timber. <laughs> no animosity. Look, I had a 360. I regretted that purchase. I, I enjoyed mine. I stopped using it after I bought a PS3, but I mean, I enjoyed my 360. I mean, well, that's, that's the thing. Like, It's not that there's anything fundamentally wrong with the 360. It's just a PS3 would have been a better investment. Not initially. Not until the Slim came out. Like if I bought the PS3 as a, like when it came out, and then by the time the Slim came out, I probably would have had to replace it. 360 I got well, for cheaper and never and only had to replace I think once, which was like I think I got it for free replacement. PS4, PS3 you would have had to buy a whole new thing and you would have lost uh, backwards compatibility. Hmm. I guess my only pro. Hmm. I guess my only problem was that that gen sucked. Yeah, like there's like nothing good that came out in the PS3 era. See, there's nothing good just... for like the first two years of PS3, whereas the 360 picked up faster. Because even if you don't like yeah. Gears of War or Halo, I mean, I was a teenager and I eventually hit the age I was able to drink because you know I waited till I was 21 to start drinking. And playing Halo, Halo and Gears of War and stuff like that while drinking is fun when you're in college. So. Like, for me, like, the PS3 didn't have any of that. We were always just like, well, we need to get multiple controllers, and no one wanted to buy another $60 controller, and there was, right. like, no co-op games and stuff like that, and we couldn't sign into both of our think, profiles at the same time for some stupid reason. I don't know. My friend's PS3 was kind of just a uh, let's do Call of Duty Zombies box, and I never used my 360 and just played... God, what the hell was I... Oh, yeah, that, that was during the era where I was just, I had just gotten a brand, like my first gaming PC ever. You need to play that Lost Odyssey. It actually was a gaming system. Lost Odyssey? You need to play. I think I have that now. It was free. I, in free fact, I think I, have, I think I have multiple copies of that now. It's not on Steam, don't look. Oh, then I don't. You probably have Last Remnant. Damn it, I do. Yeah, I mean, it is what it was. One last question um, from Yang. When will the geese return? I don't know. Does anyone know where the geese are currently? We have Canadian geese that were here, and I got very attached to them while they had babies because it was just Aww. losing my shit every time I saw the baby geese. Now they're all gone. Your girlfriend is right. They they migrated. Did they migrate to Canada? Yes. They went north. Okay, because I was wondering. So they will be back in probably, I want to say November. Something like that, yeah. They'll be October, November, well, and they I am won't distraught. be babies. No, they're not babies anymore. No. Well, like we had the teenage geese, but they will have they born some more babies. But like, so, so one one thing I I kind of want to air here mm-hmm. because I don't know anything about you know migration and anything like that. Mm-hmm. None so of those do, Hawaiian geese, geese. Yeah, no, but they don't fly south for the winter because winter is summer. So they fly. They do fly south for the winter. They just go to a warmer area. While it's cold here, it's still warmer than Canada. 
So like it's warmer to them within certain degrees. Because they're still, so, so they're that still whole, used to cool. That whole saying is true then? Like, because, you know, yeah. me me being here. Because they go south they to where it's here. warmer. Like, they just go wherever's warmer from them where they're used to. I mean, some things like butterflies, I think they migrate to South America. Yeah, my butterflies migrate. Especially monarchs. What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, my, like, I think monarchs live for, like, a few months. Yeah, they don't live very long at all. And they're mm-hmm. very, and like, they delicate. Hmm. And, like, they just, they go down there, I think, they breed and then they die. Yep. I don't think they come back. Have you seen, Ken, have you seen those, like, giant crabs that migrate on the beach? Like, the 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 crabs that just flood the beach because they're, like, searching, they're going to lay eggs and stuff. And they always come on the land and they're, like, on the roads. And it's just these massive, like, clusters of crabs. Have you seen that? Oh, no. You haven't seen that? Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. Yeah, because like crabs, they just they Christmas Island up red here that crabs. They just stay by the piers and stuff like that. Yeah, I never thought about the fact that things on Hawaii stay on Hawaii. <laughs> like, there's nowhere else to go because it's too warm. It's already warm enough already. So, like, why would they like travel? There you go. Enjoy that. Oh wow! That. I don't think I've ever even yeah. seen this. Have you seen things like flooded with baby crabs like that? Yeah, yeah. they're like really, really tiny, tiny babies. Yeah. And then the big ones sometimes eat them. Yep. Wow. Wow. It's like thousands of spiders. It's horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, crabs are cute until you realize. Oh my goodness, they're on the bridges? Crabs are cute until you realize that they're just like the ocean's versions of spiders. Yeah, I hate I hate crabs. I hate them so much. Picture that guy just like covered in crabs. Oh, I loved I loved crabs until um until I went to the museum and gave a crab to um Blathers. And then he described it as a spider and I was like, you know, he might they're be very, right. There's... Blathers is making everybody an arachnophobe. Yep. Oh, no. It's not cute. Crab. Look at the big eyes on it. The big eyes. On... It's like yeah, it's it. like trying to be anime, and it's not. It's trying to... This cra- <laughs> this, look at this ancient animal trying to be anime. What a dick. <laughs> what a weave. So, oh, the legs. Oh, it's the legs. It's the legs and the spindly sound and, like... It looks really cute. Yeah, because... So like we have sand crabs and that that's the closest thing to this whatever these are and they're they're mostly just in the beach but the thing is they're embedded in the beach so like if you dig one out or you make holes like or you dig like sand castles and stuff like that eventually you'll see a crab but they're like as big as this baby crab they're not like you know the ones on the bridge there man how does this guy not step on the crabs as he's trying to give this documentary. Anyway. Yeah, um, I was going to say. That was, but yeah, yeah. That is all the questions we have. I'm sure Timber's just like, it's midnight. Can I please go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are all of our hey, questions. Uh... Yay. Well, that was a good time that we just had on the Podosaurus. Why do you talk like this? Let's go ahead and play some games in Morris. Uh... Thank you all for being here, Kyo, Ken, Fangirl. Oh, we'll I did. I did. Next. I did skip a question. Oh my god! It's How very, do you do this to me, Kyo? It's very. I gave simple. you so much time to it remember. Was, it Go. Was, it was from. <laughs> it was from Black Shotgun. How does it feel to have Fangirl permanently? It's great. It is pretty awesome. Yeah, Thanks it's great. Like, 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 you, like I said, I, I like. 
I feel like I've learned more in the past three episodes with you having on Fangirl than I have the year that I've done this. <laughs> well, at least like I, shoe I, bills I, I like to be useful. Crap migration. Shoe bills. To give an to give an effect of like how how um, it has changed to her being on here, we're at almost two and two hours and forty five minutes of recording on my time. Oh, see, mine's only so at two twenty nine. Yeah, I'm at two thirty six. This is gonna be great to sync. Have fun, Ken. Yeah, I'm gonna have a good old time editing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate. Thank yeah. you all. Anyway, there you go, Timber. Go take it out, Timber. All right, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up here, folks. Thank you so much for watching. If you would like to see more of me, the Timber Taft, you can go to youtubecom timbertaft where I do YouTube videos sometimes, but mostly I'm on twitchtv timbertaft where I do streams on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also find me on twitter.com/timbertaft for my musings as well as my schedule. And I also have a Discord, but the link is, is somewhere on the Twitter. Just go find it there. Uh, how about you, Kyo? Where can they find you? Uh, my name is Lou, but you can find me on the internet at Kyo Hunter, which is easier to spell than it is to say. You can find me on YouTube, Twitch every day. I'm on Twitch every day, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, where I play bad retro horror games or just something generically, or not generically, something typically weird. I don't even know. I'm very fragile because today I played The Ring's Terror Realm. And um, that game pretty much broke my brain because of how bad the dialogue is written because it's direct Japanese to English translations. But if you like content like that, that's what I do throughout the week. Live streaming, I do a YouTube show called Retrosaurus. I'll have an episode out this week, which for you guys will be last week. So go ahead and look at that and watch that one. And it's actually edited by Fangirl. So if you have a problem with the script, you can yell at her instead of me. And aside from that, you can find me on Twitter, where I am currently accidentally spoiling, not accidentally, it's slightly intentionally spoiling Xenoblade Definitive Edition for people, because I want to talk about it. How about you, Ken? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast, Ongakadu. You can find it on Twitter and the Instagram at Ongakadu. You can find the website where I do articles and frazzle about about the music industry at ongakudu.com and you can follow me personally at otyken1 where i just talk about seiyus and bang dream and anime and just random antidotes of the japanese medium antidotes? and where can we find you fangirl on, on antidotes anecdotes anecdotes <laughs> See, I, maybe I just don't know English. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, was anec- wait, wait, wait. Didn't we start off with anecdotes being the thing you couldn't do? No, I, I couldn't say something else. <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure. I was going to say, did we like, I did will we know. like come full circle Future me will edit all this out. <laughs> but future me, good luck with that. <laughs> um. Fang- Fangirl, where can we you find can you? You can find me on Twitch, uh, starting back up Friday at twitch.tv backslash fangirl has no name, and also on Twitter at legend of no one, where you probably see a lot of just random nonsense, which is also what my streams contain. So it's just Animal Crossing screenshots, right? Right now, now it's just Animal Crossing screenshots and depression memes. D- d- yeah, <laughs> this is my coping mechanisms currently. My my <laughs> Twitter feed is a studying coping mechanisms currently so yeah 
Anyway. What will you be playing on Friday, by the way? I I think I'm actually going to play through a game called Grease. Or Gris. Oh, yeah. That's a good game. I need to finish it. Yeah. Um, I the, silent may Greek. possibly be doing a small fundraiser for something with oh. that. Um, oh, yeah. It looked really pretty. I wanted to play that a while back, and I just keep forgetting yeah, to buy uh, it. I'm gonna, I recommend it. I'm going to play through that, and then I'm probably going to start up Ace Attorney. So, yeah. Okay. Denver, take us out. All right, folks, this has been the Potosaurus, and I have been Timbertaft. See you all next time. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. I, I think that might have made that a little bit too, uh, a little too much. Yeah, a little too much. Okay. Goodbye, Aloha. everybody. Definitely leave that in there when he just rambled. Yeah, I will. Aloha. Oh, bye.